Hey there, you're listening to You Still Going On About That with Rob Israel and Joseph K. You can find us anywhere you can download podcasts. You could also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at YSGOAT. Thanks for listening. I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. And you still go on about? That. All right, Joseph. Time for Christmas. Yeah, well, almost. Almost. You know what that uh, means. What? Are you ready for the war? The, oh, uh, well, wh- which war? The war on Christmas. The war on Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah we've been stocking up on canned goods. And we've been... <laughs> Do you remember that? I don't know if that's still a thing. I don't know. Right, Fox News every year they yeah talk the war on Christmas. It's like a big big thing, and every year they're just they're just trying to take Christmas away from us. And I, by is, time, I mean, you know, you know, I, they are. I've never understood that. Like, ask I, Conway, he knows. I can't think of a single like. Christmas is everywhere. Christmas is uniform. Even people that are like, there's a war on it. It is bananas. And like every once in a while, like when when they'll talk about the war on Christmas, they'll bust out a a shot of Obama wishing someone happy holidays or something. Oh, no. Like, oh, no, this will not do. But he also says a whole bunch like Merry Christmas. Like all the like, I I just can't think of Starbucks cup that. Does not have Jesus, bloody baby Jesus coming. And out I've of never met anyone who's dying. like been. I don't know. It's just such a weird thing to like. Uh, like all you have to do is look around any any time between like now and December twenty seventh, and you have to understand there's no war on Christmas. It's they're everywhere. You know, it's it's like uh, if uh, if everything is closed on Christmas and it's considered a federal holiday. Yeah. Guess what? You won that war a long right. time. Ago. I mean, what do you want? Like, what is the actual? What is, what is the yeah, war? What, what is the uh, end result? Yeah. I don't know. Christmas. Okay. It is Go crazy. Ahead. I don't care. And I, I, I'm going to tell you, suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, Christmas. And I'm going to say, that's great. I will say, like, I, there were a few years where I would, put out a christmas card and i would i would wish like people a merry solstice or so a peaceful solstice or a, a great um, harvest a festive yule or something um but like even while i was doing that i was still calling it christmas like i was coming like, on the sun god <laughs> yeah enjoy your revolution of the sun oh man it's just yeah so anyway the people have already begun putting up christmas lights in our neighborhood is that is that the case around your your uh neighborhood Dude, i saw one today not too far from my house mm-hmm. on the way home uh we're taking roger to the school of rock and yeah. uh he he spotted it his house was insane. they had a crazy house for halloween like just an insane house with like tons of stuff yeah. Dude, the christmas house was even crazier <laughs> i'd never seen this before i forgot to tell you about it, but like it was absolutely amazing. Like, this is the kind of shit that like ends up on the news. Like, yeah, I have to take a picture of it and send it to you. Insane, the amount of yeah. money they put into this. One, I would hate to be these fucking people's neighbors. Oh yeah, I would hate to be across the street from them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Down the block, it's fine with me. Down the block. I love right. Christmas lights and stuff. I wish. This, I mean, 
this one was insane. I haven't really seen too many up yet, but this one was like, wow, this is nuts. I kind of like to get through Thanksgiving first before people go all Christmas. It I is mean, weird how Thanksgiving is like completely just well, it's been bypassed. like it's been like sucked up by it's almost like a pre Christmas. I wonder if it's also show. like maybe I was younger with school and everything. Think time just moved slower that you mm. felt like Thanksgiving was this more important thing. And as you get older, time moves faster. Yeah, than well, that's true. <laughs> that your perception is different and that Thanksgiving's just like a blip in between like Halloween and Christmas. Or yeah. maybe you just I go by I don't know. I always thought like Thanksgiving was like the start of the winter festivities, you know. Um time where you celebrate uh giving Native Americans uh indigenous people smallpox. Yeah, yeah well yeah. Thanksgiving is also one of the only holidays that really doesn't come with like gifts or an obligation to purchase things. Um it's like a real pure holiday, you know, like I heard the uh the new textbooks that are in the certain red states right? that have uh Thanksgiving is the holiday where the pilgrims got together with the indigenous people and had a meal yes and the indigenous people were nice enough to give us maryland to, to get up and leave and go to barren wastelands right. uh, without any issues and uh they were they were just happy to yeah. see the white man prosper so they could become america <laughs> greatest nation in the year and probably the galaxy yeah probably the galaxy it is it does have even like, in the universe Thanksgiving does have like a troubled kind of like origin story, I suppose. But the like, the problem is with Thanksgiving is it's so delicious. <laughs> like, if you Columbus Day, go ahead, take that holiday. I don't care. But if you yeah. tell me there was a delicious Columbus Day feast, I'd be like, <laughs> can we just call it something else? I mean, like, can we call it Columbus, Ohio Day? Can we yeah, call it yeah, like, yeah, can we call it something else? Like, but like, I mean, sure, I'm fine with calling it Indigenous People call Day. Call it Columbo Day. Dope. And everyone what? can call it Columbo Day. Columbo, Peter Falk Day. Yeah, everybody can put a little picture of Peter Falk up in there. Yep. Dad wears the jacket. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. And then the, the game is like, you have to keep asking if you could ask one more question and no one gets to go to bed on time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just saying that, like, Thanksgiving, you know, it's just too delicious of a holiday to, well, like... Yeah. It, it's good. It's Thanksgiving's like universally loved. Um, it also has another prerequisite I, for a great uh, holidays that it has a, a movie associated with it. And um, Thanksgiving is it has the Thanksgiving movie from the Grindhouse movie. No, no, it's um, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Is oh, the, yeah, that is considered Thanksgiving Day movie. Yeah, I will say though that I personally like Thanksgiving because. When I was a kid growing up, being Jewish and not celebrating Christmas, right? And being like one of the few Jewish people in the area, Thanksgiving I felt like was a holiday that we all celebrated. Yeah, yeah. So, no, it was. It's pretty inclusive. It's not associated with religion per se. Not it's, supposed to be. It's not even really that like, um, like jingoistically patriotic. I mean, I know the origin is like this is when the pilgrims gave thanks, but like. I know it's interesting how that holiday is not that like it's not like July 4th. Yeah. It's not religious. It's weird. It is a strange holiday in that like well it, I mean like I said, if you want to get into the origins of it, something like that, it can get a little dicey. Yeah. As a whole, though, 
it does not have like like I said the war Christmas. It or, predates or, America. I mean, they were pilgrims. They weren't Americans at the time. No, they were British not citizens. At all. Yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, it's, you're not expected to buy any gifts. The only the only expense really is like you got to buy a nice meal, you know, and you don't really even have to do that. I mean, you got to eat anyway. It's not like you're going to skip dinner on that day. So um, <laughs> on this day, we don't eat. Right. But uh, yeah, it's just, it's like a real nice, pure holiday, you know, and it sucks that it kind of gets overlapped by all the other shit that happens. feels like we go from like Halloween to Christmas. now. Well, so. it's all the Black Friday shit that like, especially if you're like a retail worker or anything like that and you you know you're like oh, yeah. and i get to enjoy thanksgiving because i gotta go fucking well that's what we should be talking about a bunch of like... fucking lunatics so they can get a dvd player for 20 bucks the shittiest dvd player they could find for 20 bucks we should be talking about the war on thanksgiving that's the the war yeah that's the war i'm fighting let that's people have we... a fucking solid day off yeah you go fucking shopping later in the day. Shop on Friday. Six in the morning bullshit. Five in the morning bullshit. Keep those like, Christmas lights in your garage until Friday. You know? Yeah. It should so. be like the purge. You, it is illegal to put Christmas lights out until yeah. you hear that. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're not allowed to play any Christmas music. No. Yeah, fucking, you see that Mariah Carey thing? Yeah, that's funny. She, she was like uh, Halloween, and she was like on a bike, and then all of a sudden she turns into Christmas. That was really funny. Yeah, she's great. Bullshit, because she's <laughs> Thanksgiving. Oh, fuck. I know, wow. like, fucking Christmas trees up already in some people's houses. Yeah. Like, for Thanksgiving's, I, I don't know. Well, my... Uh, right, well, speaking yeah. of Thanksgiving... What are we talking about, Joseph? We got um, we have a, a series of things. We're going to talk a little bit about Andor. We didn't talk about Andor last week, so we're going to talk about uh, where Andor is at now, uh, one episode away from the, the episode series. ten and eleven. We're going to discuss. Yes, and uh, and then uh, we. I don't think we're going to talk about Yellow Jackets, but you've been watching Yellow Jackets, which I watched previously. Let's wait till I'm done. Yeah, next week we can talk about it. Yeah, that's a fun show. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about the midterm elections and the results. Uh, and then we're going to talk about um, Trump's announcement uh, from last night. Yeah, that's stupid. It, oh, yeah. Um, we're going to talk about, and then uh, Greg Abbott, after winning re-election in Texas, announced that he's going to secure the border. So, yeah, that um, was weird. I expected that like a week before the election or something. I did. Yeah, I, I guess I don't have a ton to say about it, other than it just seemed like the the worst political move he could have made. You know, I mean, like what? it's just weird. It's like I don't. We'll talk about that. Yeah, uh, and then we talk a little bit, not too too much, about the uh, University of Virginia shooting. Um, and then we have a, a mix of like weirdo billionaire stuff at the end. <laughs> We're going to talk about. Uh, the FTX collapse, uh, Jeff Bezos, and um, Elon Musk's Twitter stuff. And that's it. That's the show. Well, let's talk more about Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So, Andor. Yeah. What do you think? Well, I look, I love Andor, the show. I, I It is crazy to me how it's basically been... Um, several mini arcs you know like you had the first arc which was essentially like a weird kind of 
man on the run, almost like the fugitive or the, I don't know. It was like a, a weird kind of three episode arc. And then you had a three episode arc that it was basically a world war two sabotage story, kind of like the guns of Navarone or something like that. And then you had a three episode arc of like a prison break show. Yeah. Um, and now you have the last two episodes uh, and um, it's become more, it's become a more traditional star Wars show. You know, to be honest with you, it feels more the, the last episode, episode 11. Yeah. The most Dude, Star Wars. With, uh, I mean, let me pull up IMDb so I have all the names of it. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> me... They keep mentioning a guy named, was it Krennig? Yeah, yeah. Did we ever even meet that character? I don't know. I don't think so. But he's the one oh. that, that they're going to sacrifice or we're thinking about sacrificing. I thought like, the joke was like he wasn't even real or something. Oh, that'd like be funny. Like a, made it's like up, a Kaiser like a, Soze. Yeah, like <laughs> a cover, like a cover, like a not like a cover for um the um what's his face? Um Luthen. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like like have this guy exist so that Luthen gets to be kind of under, you know, so they don't really focus on him too much. Yeah. Um that scene though, when his ship is being captured, was yeah. so oh, cool. so good. Just that, the shot, that interesting Star Destroyer. Yeah. And like, what an amazing scene. It like, was. That, and like, I watched that scene was, twice. I after the yeah, whole I thing did was too. Done. I, I actually rewinded and watched that again too, because that scene when he unleashes all that shit. Yeah. That the, it's just like metal shards and the shit and he destroys the tracking device. And yeah. Like his ship has like lightsabers on the side or some <laughs> shit. Like, what an that was incredible. Oh, well, like, it was perfect because he went he was basically like a rebel alliance james bond you know i mean like he he had a tricked out aston martin that had like all these gadgets on uh, it his ship is i guess a corellian fighter just kind of like millennium falcon oh okay model yeah Yeah. all right that makes sense um yeah i don't know it's good i love those aliens that like andor interacts with the fishermen i guess they let him take a ship or something I think they gave him a ride is the impression I got that they were like, you want to go st- where are you going to go? And, I was and- like, try- I'm listening to the thing talk and I'm like, all right, is he speaking another language? And it's like, no, nah, he's kind of speaking English. It's yeah. just little- I like that other guy who's got like the weird robot hand. <laughs> like, it's such an interesting, like, I love the effects on the show. I love the mm-hmm. way, again, there's not a lot of aliens, but I like the way the aliens are depicted on the show. Like I said, I love the, um, like the, Miami type destination. Yeah, that's great. How, like when you see the aliens there, it just makes you think of like those like Mobius or like French uh, mm-hmm. sci-fi comics, and like it just there's like a different look to it. it wasn't in it? It's not so traditionally Star Wars. Like it is Star Wars, but it's just done in a way that like it just feels a little different. Well, like, if it were Star Wars, it would be a CGI ocean. You know, they wouldn't, they'd like CGI a weird... I mean, there's been a lot of practical effects in Star Wars over the years. I mean, a lot of the cool things about the sequel trilogy, besides, you know, was, at least in the first movie, um, I mean, there's a shit ton of CGI, but like, J.J. Abrams really went out of his way... That's true. ...to have as little CGI as possible, as many practical effects as possible. Yeah. It felt more alive, the world, and... I mean, obviously, there's some things that just need CGI work, or they do that thing. Oh where yeah, they, yeah. It's a costume, but like they add embellishes that CGI later, you know? Yeah. 
They did, you know, they kind of do that with Grogu a little bit. He's a puppet mostly. He's like 95% puppet, and then they might do like a little touch it little up or something. Fidgets and stuff to his face when they need more expressions, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, this one's definitely like on location, like when they shot that in that prison in the middle of the water, that, that famous prison in the middle of the water, like yeah. that practical shot. That was pretty <laughs> right. Nice. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah. No, I like the <laughs> The episode when they escape is great. I love the whole um what's his face? Um Andy Circus. Yeah, um, or as he's also known as let's see, what's his name? What's his what he's saying? Come on. Gollum. Yeah, Gollum. Gollum was like friends. Well, did they leave him there? Like because he said he couldn't swim. That was great. I love that scene. He's like, yeah. I can't swim. I thought that was really funny. But he looked like almost happy. Like he thought, like, this is so ridiculous, you know, like uh Yeah, like he's relieved, but at the same time, there's like there's an irony to yeah. it. Yeah. Like he finally breaks down, but maybe he's trying. I feel like maybe he was he escaped. I mean, someone just has to like help him. Well, they they made a huge deal. That I thought that was a weird part of the thing, is that like they made a huge deal, like, look, if you see someone who needs help help them and they all like they made a, yeah they made a big deal about how like we're all in this together we got to help each well, other they were all running over each other anyway and, yeah and then like he's there the guy who like let him and he's like i can't swim and then that's the last we see of him like indoor gets pushed out yeah so he couldn't help him if he wanted right. to um i mean i like to think he lived um i feel like his kid we don't need to see more of him. I feel like right. I think yeah, his arc his was purpose, over. His arc, you know, even if he doesn't help the rebellion out or anything like that, the fact that he recognizes that like this world sucks, mm-hmm. this is not the right way, and that the empire needs to be crushed or like something needs to change. Um, you know, his character had that transformation. He he changed, and I think you know that's a big deal yeah um and then like but i like how they escaped like the whole water thing like yeah and was breaking the pipe so that it would eventually diffuse the electricity on the ground yeah it was it was well thought out i like the whole thing with mon mothma with that crime boss guy who's like trying to legitimize himself yeah by having his kid I like in the beginning of this episode when they show her talking to her cousin and you see in the other room is like the all the weird religious shit that like I like that like you know it's like who would ever thought you gave a crap about Mon Mothma's planet, you know, right. where she came from, you know? Or who yeah. cared about Mon Mothma as a character? She was the most like I remember her in Return of the Jedi, and I just remember being a kid watching it, and here comes this boring ass lady yep. comes on the screen and she's like Many Bothans died. Right. This information. I was like, right down. But this actress, well, one she she was in Rogue One a little bit. Mm-hmm. Technically, is from Episode Three. She was cut out. There okay, was a, you could find the scene online. They ended up editing out from the movie. It was basically like a scene where Natalie Portman is with Bail Organa. And Mon Mothma, and they're discussing basically. This is like the very beginning of the rebellion, right here. Okay, right? yeah, yeah. This is after the Emperor takes over. They cut it out of the movie. Um, but so she was basically removed from the film. But it's cool that that actress was able to. They kept her for Rogue yeah. One. They didn't have to do that. Um, 
and she's great on this show. She and really I like, is. What's great about the whole thing about the crime boss legitimacy, like he wants his his son, like this is the price of my job is that maybe your daughter will abide by the traditions and marry my son and that help legitimize me. Is that the joke is most super rich families usually come from fucking pirates yeah. from like 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Like most bootleggers like, and pirates and yeah. Yeah. yeah, like most criminals, uh, successful criminals, want to legitimize themselves so that their heirs can be. It's like, hey, I have all this money, and I want my heirs to be wealthy, so that the name will be remembered as like a, a name that where people don't, you know, they have charity, right, and right. They're not known as. I'm sure Al Capone would have liked that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like the great grandson of Capone is one of the biggest philanthropists out there. Because... Like. I don't know. Biggest pizza chains in the country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Godfather's pizza, whatever. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, that's like the joke is like most famous rich, like the Vanderbilts or anything. Like, they're like fucking like yeah. oil bonds and shit. You know, they probably mm. had like people killed and stuff. They're, they come from like shady past. And the whole idea is to buy themselves into society. So, what that guy is doing is. No different than anything that's happened in America. Yeah, history. it's real normal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. All you need is like, you want to legitimize somebody, a family? All you need is 100 years. Just so yeah, you are true. Like, the fact that that person was like a criminal. Um, Or they become a criminal in a different way. Right. Although that was great. I like the whole, like, I guess her daughter's, like, she doesn't like the traditions of her, whatever the fuck planet she comes from. Right. <laughs> Mon Mothmia. <laughs> um, the only complaint I have is mm. I feel like the show is like this is the longest Star Wars show so far. Oh, yeah. We have, we're going to have 12 episodes. They're not short episodes. Like some are shorter than others, but mostly they're like they're solid, about, yeah. 45 minutes to an hour long episodes. A lot of details. There's a lot of development. And I'm like, I don't feel like they're going to be able to wrap it up, though, next week. Like, is there going to be a season two? And if there yeah. is, I hope they were working on it already. Yeah, I don't... It feels like they there should be two episodes left instead of just Right, one. like, because you talk about all those different arcs. Yeah. In, in, in theory, we got, like, three episodes of him in prison, right? Basically, yeah. We had, like, three of him... Well, like the first a... three, where he meets up with Luthen, mm-hmm. and then he, and then the next three is when he's with the rebels on that planet, yep. and they have the big uh, breakout, and that's mm-hmm. a big cool, cool conclusion of that in episode six with like the weird firework display and all yep. that, and then the next three episodes is like <clears throat> him wondering and then ending up in prison, yeah, and then finally breaks out, but then it's like you only have episodes left and i'm like yeah maybe there should have been like one more or i don't know we'll We'll see maybe the episode's gonna be longer i don't know yeah i don't know and and the other weird thing is i don't really know what story they're telling i'm assuming this is like the beginning of the rebellion you know i mean obviously it's the show called andor but like fuck the show could also be called like mon mothma or luthan yeah or two tubes or rebels. I mean, for that matter. Yeah. I mean, if, if or, that weren't already yeah, taken. Or, but. Yeah, exactly. Like, I love that ro- the droid 
mm. the sad droid. So that was like, heartbreaking. Was, uh, mom, adopted mom, whatever you want to call her. Yeah. Like, she dies and they kind of basically just kill her off off screen. I mean, they showed that she was like sick. Right. And a lot of time has passed through the show because you got to remember that like Andor was in prison for like two months pretty much. Yeah. Um, there's like he that droid though is like so sad really heartbreaking like, yeah literally begs like the guy to stay at the house yeah so he doesn't want to leave the droid does not want to leave the house it's like a weird cat or dog that could talk oh totally i mean it's a very the voice is so different from like other droids the way like because like usually the more humanoid droids like c-groupio mm-hmm. very proper yeah and then the droids like that, it's like a weird, it's not an astromech droid like R2 or BB-8, right. but like it's kind of more like that, but it talks. So yeah. it's really interesting. I, I don't know. I really like that droid. I found and that episode like was sad. It was. It was really heartbreaking. I um, like how it was like, it shows expression, like the head kind of going in and out. Yeah. Um, like it's just like oh. <laughs> well it'll be it'll be strange i i don't know where it's going i'm assuming that at the end of this you get like a formal rebel alliance you know what well, i mean like, like that one dude who's like the imperial who well the security guy who's working for the company yeah yeah fucked up and ends up like working at the shitty job and he has that awesome mom. Yeah. <laughs> this episode, too, she was great in that one. But, like, he gets a call from that guy from, like, the first couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We haven't seen since. And I don't know what happened to him in the end, but I guess he's going to head back to, what's the planet that everyone's on? Ferrex, is it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And, like, what, everyone's going to go to this funeral or something for this lady? And Well... And that like, would make sense that like all all paths are leading back to Ferrix to the place where this woman was from. And they've kind of like dropped a few clues in there. Like, I guess all these different characters are going to converge there, you know. But it's like, is, okay, so what's this guy gonna do if he finds Andor? I mean, like well, is he he'll, the joke is that he'll either I think what will happen is I don't think he'll die. I don't think he'll become a rebel, though. I think he'll just kind of—I don't know. I don't think he'll. Well, he—he may—that—that that may be the weird thing because, like, some of the clues they've dropped. All the—if—if if all these characters converge on a funeral, to me that seems like a classic western, and that would be a good type of genre to explore because they've done like the spy genre, they've done the heist genre, they've done the prison break genre, so. The shootout at the OK Corral type of genre Western would be kind of a cool way to end it. And it could be that because like in this last episode, they said they left it off as Andor and that other guy saying, like, we've got to show people how shitty the Empire is. Maybe that's what happens. Maybe Mira, the ruthless and efficient Empire. She wasn't in the last episode. This one? Yeah, she was in there briefly. The blonde? Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, just for like a few minutes. Yeah. Okay. But maybe she shows up, and the 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 eager beaver 
guy has a redemption arc where he realizes the empire wasn't worth fighting for, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I agree. I don't see him joining the rebels, but I see him maybe like doing something to allow Andor to escape, realizing that like, I've been, I've been oversimplifying this pretty gray situation. I don't know. I mean, that would be a satisfying ending to me. Something like that. Well, like I said, I'm just curious, like, I think that's the thing about the show is, was this show supposed to be a one-off, or mm. is this meant to be a series, and there's it plans for, like, season two, and then maybe a season three? Then I'd be like, okay, I get it, but, like, I have no idea of that, and right now I just feel like, I don't know if they can do a solid... um like, there's all these new characters. I would like to see them in other things. But like I said, maybe the next show isn't called Andor. It's called, like, something else. You yeah. Know? Um, I don't know. I like the show a lot. I, I think it, there's something about it. It is different. Like I, I was kind of disappointed in the first episode or two. Uh, but yeah. This show has proven to be something else. It, it really, I had no expectations for this. Not like Yoda. I'm not right. Yoda. I mean, Obi-Wan. Or Boba Fett, no expectations for this show at all, and it has definitely surprised me in a lot of ways. Um, it's a great sci-fi show, you know. I mean, even if it weren't in the Star Wars universe, it would just be a great sci-fi show. Yeah, you know, like it's the still fact, a great. Show. Yeah, the fact that it's Star Wars is cool because it makes it more interesting because you can make more connections to other parts of the universe. But if they, if this wasn't a Star Wars show. It would still work great, and I'd still like it a whole bunch. I know. I like I how they have to be in prison to the screens from the original Star Wars movie when Luthen is fighting the Tie Fighters. If you see his screen, he has the same. The oh, does he? Digital, like that's funny. It's so awesome. Like you think they would have like more uh, immersive technology? Yeah. And it's like, nah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean. I like the show. Like I said, I don't no idea how it's going to end. I'm curious if they plan if they're gonna, if they always plan on doing a second season. Um, like I said, I'm not against it. I just don't want to wait forever. So hopefully, like you're know, like, yeah, we've been working on it. It's coming out next year. Yeah, because this show took forever to make. Or it they really sat did. On it, or they sat on it in a while. Could like, be. It could be both. Um, because they were like, you know, they had all these other things planned. You know. Yeah. I don't know. They had a lot of actors in this one too. This is this is a big cast. It's a big show. I mean, like, because the end of the day, like, as cool as like, yeah, Obi Wan was you know, fighting Vader and stuff. It was only like six episodes. They yeah, that's only like seven. Yeah, and, and there's not much like eight. There wasn't a huge cast for any of those either. You know, you weren't talking about having to bring in like. 15 different actresses or actors or whatever you know i mean it was this is definitely more game of thrones territory and it's funny because there are two actors from game of thrones on the show that oh yeah bond yeah. Moffin's cousin and that guy who is like i don't know the head of like the imperials uh yeah and it's sort of that head dude he was from game of thrones there's definitely there's a, a lot of pu- i call it like a puzzle piece show you know it's like yeah, a, lot yeah. of, a lot of moving parts for sure um, it's cool. I like it. I like. I want to see more Star Wars shows like this. I think. I do too. Yeah. Um, I think that's the cool thing about this is like, 
I want to see more like this. I would like to see more aliens, personally. Yeah. I think you can have a uh, mature feeling show with aliens. There's... Yeah. Yeah, I don't see why not. Yeah. I, I love the... It's funny, the aliens they have in the show are very alien. Like, they, if you notice, like, they don't have, like... Because at the end of the day, Twilights are just, like, people with fucking weird snakes coming it's True, out, yeah. You know? yeah. But, like, they're not, like, super bizarre looking, you know? But then you get, like, the aliens in this, they're, like, real, just, like... There bizarre. were some, yeah, pretty b- those, exotic ones. The two fishermen, like, those... That was great. That was just, like, an mm-hmm. achievement of, like, uh, practical effects... We had a little bit of CGI put in. Yeah, yeah, it was good. They were interesting. I liked their technology. I mean, they just felt like a a real lived in part the of the gross show. Fishnet. That, yeah, like, <laughs> is that alive? That fishnet. Yeah, cool. I don't know. Um, someone uh, as I always like watching Screen Crush. They did a good job pointing out, and they point out that the ship that those things had that I guess gave them the ride. Um, they that is the same ship that. Finn and Ray see when they're running and oh, okay. they're like, we need a ship. And that's when they end up in the Millennium Falcon. They were going to get that ship, but it gets blown up. Oh. They're running towards that first. And then they see the hunk of junk and it's the Millennium nice. Falcon. Cool. Just happened to be there. Nice. Yeah. So well. I don't know if it's the same exact ship. Yeah. But... In in this show, they said like, oh, that's a Ford four jumpers or whatever yeah, I mean, gave it, a model. it makes sense that there would be multiples of right a ship you know like yeah. like uh, there's dozens of camaros in each town like yeah yeah doing donuts on your lawn right <laughs> and they're bitching absolutely because <laughs> your dad's the mayor uh yeah they're great bitching camaro bitching camaro donuts on your lawn yeah they're great uh, I don't know what else to say about it. I mean, I like the show a lot. Um, I'm just curious how it's going to end. Yeah, I'm ready for um, it next week. Are they run? Is it going to be the day before Thanksgiving? They're going to yeah. do the finale. All right, cool. Wait, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think anyone cares about Thanksgiving? This is just more the war, war on war. Thanksgiving will not stand. I guess not. War well, on Turkey. I think th- I think this will be a great vegetarian um, option. <laughs> This will be great. Um, I'm looking forward to see where it ends. So they'll be good. Man, I hope fucking Darth Vader shows up in the end. I like, hope not. Just kills everyone. Like remember that? Like that's just, like the funny scene. Like I mean, somebody made a joke. I don't know. It was like Jenny Nicholson or some person on the internet. Yeah, yeah. She said like I watched a video. She talked about like that scene in Rogue One that when Darth Vader shows up, that awesome scene where he just kills everyone. It's like it makes like. You all know what Star Wars is. You go see yeah. Star Wars, and you're like, the stormtroopers, Darth Vader's there. Yeah. And they said, like, if, but if you're making a movie, an independent movie, Darth Vader makes no sense in that movie. Yeah. He shows up <laughs> in one scene with uh, Krennic, or whatever his name was, mm-hmm. bad guy in that movie. And he says, like, don't choke on your aspirations. Right. right? Yeah, and, and then he shows up again. Oh, and he has a castle. That's when we found out Vader had a castle. Yeah. Which was cool. You know, I was like, oh, okay. I guess he had a castle all the time. That's fun. <laughs> Makes sense. Sure. Uh, and there's no, nothing put into it. It's just like, oh, he has a castle. Yeah. That's why they call him Lord Vader. Vader. 
Uh, and then he shows up in the end and he kills all those blockade soldiers. Right. And it's cool. As a Star Wars fan, you're like, I'm fucking murdering those people, you fucking psychopath. <laughs> Jenny Nicholson made a joke and said, like, imagine you're watching the movie, like, Glory. The war right. movie, like the Civil War movie <laughs> with Denzel Washington. And, like, in the end of the movie, all of a sudden, there's a huge confederate just killing people left and right in one scene. Like, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was kind of a funny description. It's just like... Right. I have to say, yeah, but the difference between Glory and Star Wars is that, like, everyone knows what Star Wars is. Well, and, yeah, right? Civil War is. What's that? And you know that Darth Vader's going to have a redemption arc at some point, so... It gives you like I mean, license like, to root for him. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're not really rooting for him. You're just like, yeah, it's sick. You know, <laughs> like you're not True. really rooting yeah. for it. It's more just like, yeah, it's badass. You didn't do anything like that in the original trilogy. I'm just saying though, like her point was it's just like it's out of context, doesn't add to the movie, didn't make any sense. Yeah. I don't think Vader's gonna show up in the end of this. I don't either. I don't think anyone is. Um, yeah. but, I think uh, this is like this is the um, this is like the what's the what I love about this show is it's the cogs. It's like what Trump says about the deep state. For, yeah, say deep stake <laughs> right it's behind me. Deep gotta go real deep in there. Uh, it's the things that keep the machine going. You're yeah, not for sure. The emperor, the top people. You're meeting the people that keep the empire going. You're not meeting Princess Leia here, or you know the represent the uh, iconic figures. You're meeting the people that keep the rebellion going. The, yeah. the true people that grow it. They may not get the credit in the end, but they're the ones that actually—they're doing, doing the heavy lifting, right? And that's what's interesting. That's what they should have called the show: Deep State Star Wars. <laughs> Well, I mean, I would love that. Of all the original characters or classic characters that would make sense, you could see Princess Leia showing up towards the end. You yeah, know? I don't want her there, though. Oh, I don't either. I don't think that'd be good. But only if it's that same little girl. That would be awesome. <laughs> it would make no sense because it's supposed to be years later. Right. <laughs> or that really bad CGI in the end of Rogue oh, One. No. Yeah. Yeah, woof. Oh. Well, <laughs> if they just cut that, I always say, like, if they just cut, like, just a half second off that scene when she turns yeah, around, yeah. Hope, and it didn't freeze on that weirdness, right? That, like, what do they call that? The uh, uncanny, uncanny valley, valley scene. <laughs> yeah, like, it would have been fine. If you just like, just gotta slice, like, just yeah, half a second. I remember when they did Grand Moff Tarkin in CGI, and that didn't bother me as much. That bothered me. I, I was it looked just real weird to me. I, yeah, I have to rewatch it. Maybe it looks like shit. I don't know. It didn't bother me because he's like an old wrinkly man. True, and it works. But when you have like a smooth person, yeah, like true, it's tougher. Yeah, like, that makes sense. There's with wrinkles and stuff. There's a lot of forgiveness, like. Yeah. It's very easy to make a realistic old man than it would be to make uh, a 20-year-old girl. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good point. Real. There's like that uncanny valley. It's like, with the old man, there's a lot going on, wrinkles and shit that you, your eye doesn't just focus on the fact that like there's no sun. Right. 
Is there something? <laughs> um, all right, yeah, I don't know what else to say about it. It's yeah, great. It was I, good. Yeah, it, it's definitely, like I said, it, it, um, it started out where I was like, oh, no. And it turned into something really good. Yeah, it really did. It's uh, it's great. I'm looking forward to it. I'm curious to, to see how it's doing. I wonder if it's doing well or not. I don't know. That's a good point. It, it that is a good point because it it doesn't have. I wouldn't imagine that it has really wide appeal. You know, no. Um, I, like I said, I would never recommend this as like no. Like this is a, like if you were to watch Star Wars, I'd say no, not this. I mean, I would say if you didn't like Star Wars, but you like right. heavy, like if you like sci-fi or political stuff, but you don't like Star Wars, I'd say. Watch the show. Right. Start with this, and then if you like it, you can kind of branch out to other Star Wars. Go straight to episode one. Right. Go straight to episode one. Yeah. I would even say just go to the second half of uh, episode six, the Ewoks. Well, watch Rogue One afterwards. (laughs) True. Oh, yeah, episode, you mean with the Ewoks? Yes. Yeah, go right to the Ewok scene. Like, (laughs) go go straight to the Diner scene, episode two, where the guy scratches his ass. (laughs) Or just get on get on YouTube and, and look and Google the deleted Hoth scenes where the Wampa <laughs> is like shit. Or see there we pulls a sticker off really crappily and <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go, so. Watch Andor and then go straight to the Christmas special. Yeah. Well the Star Wars Christmas special. Yes. Where, <laughs> where Itchy uh Chewbacca's dad watches porn <sighs> in the scene. Wow. Which is shit. That's straight out of like THX 138. Is <laughs> the guy's like in a machine that's like basically like a porn machine or something? Yeah. Like it's gonna like jack him off or something. I remember that in the show, in that movie. And then in T in the Star Wars Christmas special, Itchy puts on like a thing and he's yeah, like, like a watching, VR machine type of thing. And there's like dancing and shit. I'm like, this is like almost yeah. the same thing. He's like, <laughs> perfect. Yeah. kids. Right. It's good. Good gateway drug. Good. One. Good gateway to Star Wars. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. that's it for pop culture. Yeah. Depressing reality. Oh, yeah. Well, it was. I mean, the election. Okay. Okay. Mid-times. The election, as a whole, is a failure for the Republican Party. Oh yeah. For sure. End of the day. They lost the Senate. A lot of Democrats won a lot of state houses, supposedly. Yeah. They won a lot of governors. Yep. Do they finally have more governors than Republicans in mm. the United States? Because I remember for years there were so many more Republican governors than there were Democrats. I don't think so, but I can look. Um, let's see more. Well, regardless. The House, if the Republicans take it, which you said it's probably most likely at this point. Yeah. They kind of called it already. Um, yeah, the Washington Post called it this evening. The Republicans... Well, they only have to get 218, so yeah. if they got 218, then it's theirs. But, like, if they only have, like, 220, that's not... It's such a thin majority. Like, really, are the Republicans going to do... And they going to really try to impeach well, Biden? Are they really going to do endless hearings on Hunter Biden? I, I just can't. I mean, they probably they, will, or some of them will, but, like, I just can't see that. This is not a majority. Well, they would need they would need a majority of people. So, theoretically, they could bring it to a vote 
and then they would have to get every one of their members to vote for it. I just and, can't imagine that, like, like okay, so there were like a lot of Republicans that won in like New York. Yeah, I half those seats are vulnerable. Right. Well, and they start. I can't vulnerable. imagine that they would vote to impeach Biden. Yeah, they, I would think I would think that they wouldn't. You know, um, but you you never know. I think the bigger the bigger danger here. And I, I can't tell if it's a danger or not. Like, clearly, I would have far preferred the Democrats to hold on to the House. No question. I would, too, because then you would get more legislation done and more progressive legislation, hopefully. But now you have, um, now guess who gets back on committees? Bobert. Yeah. If she's well, reelected. If she is reelected. Which... Marjorie Taylor Greene is going to be on, like, she the education committee. And you're going to have really horrible people chairing really valuable committees and that's just going to be a depressing two it's years. It's a waste of you know? government. Like that's the thing people <clears throat> yeah. don't realize when they vote for Republicans, especially when they're in charge of the house is that Republicans don't want to actually do anything that benefits people. They just want to do tax cuts and, and deregulate everything. Yeah. They do not want to expand education. They do not want to, you know, they might do some trickery when it comes to 401ks. They might do some trickery when it comes to real estate. But at the end of the day, they don't, they don't want government programs. They don't want education. They don't want, like, it's literally wasting the clock. It's a waste of, basically, well, it's a waste of two years. If you they have the house for two years, it's a waste of two years. You saw this happen with, um, with the Republicans the last time they held the house is that the Republican leader will want to advance some legislation that's not terrible. And he won't, and like members of his own party won't vote for it. So he'll the have to go. Caucus. Yeah. So he'll have to team up with Democrats, you know, and that's how you, like, I remember when the Republicans ran the house, often you would have bills that were basically carried over the finish line by Democrats and they'd have to, I mean, it actually worked out. Okay. And another thing, and I don't know, like, again, this is kind of like a sour grapes view of it, because I would much rather have had the Democrats win the House. But whatever Democrats running in 2024, you're going to have two years of this Republican nonsense to run against. Yeah. You know, and, and it'll be it'll make their job easier in 2024. I just can't imagine that they would. But one, I'm curious to speak of houses. I guess the go to would be McCarthy. I think that's but, what it's going to be. Yeah. But that guy is such a wimp. Yeah. He's proven to be such a wimp that he's going to get like. He's just going to get like completely sandbagged by well, fucking Tell Green. And he also can't he can't control his own party. No. Like her or yeah. don't like her. Pelosi could control her party. She got yeah. people to vote and she got, I mean, she ran a good tight ship. Uh, I still I can't believe that story about her husband has not been as big as it should have been. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I I am dreading this in the sense that um that I don't want to see fucking Bobert on a committee. And I don't want to see I, I don't want to see investigation after investigation after investigation. I, but, you know who would probably be like good is fucking Biden. You'd be yeah, like, go ahead. I, I would wasting. think so. I would think like you could just be like, oh, okay, uh, well, file your report and then we'll take and I think he could just delay him for like a year or two. But it's like, know? oh, you got video of me 
saying that I love my son. Oh no. Yeah. I mean, I it's just, just like I don't know. I, just, um, basically, the Republicans spent all 2021, all the state houses spent all 2021 trying to suppress the vote. Yeah. Clearly, it worked in states like Florida and Texas and yep. other red states. They did everything they can to try to make it, and the media working with the Republicans because they were in like this is going to be the Republicans are going to take the House and they're going to take the Senate or yeah, a complete flip. And at the end of the day, yeah, the Republicans won by like it'll be a barely a handful of seats by the time it's done. It's going to be the thinnest of majorities. Um, it's not a victory. I mean, like yes, yeah, so it would have been a I would have loved Democrats held onto the House, but they fucked with the census. Creating new seats in red districts that were yeah. be, that were unavoidable wins. There was well, no way they were not going to win this. If you and, look at the map, it it looks 50-50. I mean, I used to be able to show these maps where it looked like the Republicans had a, a much more convincing majority. It doesn't look that way anymore. There's Democrats everywhere, you know. Even in a place like Texas, there's a ton of Democrat uh, representatives. Yeah, you know? no, that's the thing. They won. Democrats won in places that they were told weren't going to win. Right. Um, and I think that, you know, again, it, depending on how big their majority is, fuck, if they only have like one or two seats within a year, that could flip. <laughs> because absolutely, like if, they, like if it, let's say if, and then they also said that like that. Because the majority was so small that, in theory, a Democrat could almost become Speaker of the House because if, like, all the Republicans... Right. Andrew, uh, is it name literally Andrew McCarthy? Ke- Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy. Andrew McCarthy's an actor from... Right. Uh, we got Bernie's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great actor from the 80s and 90s. Um, Kevin McCarthy, if he didn't get the majority, it could almost go to a Democrat, the House. Yeah. Which would be crazy. That'd be hilarious. It'd be very funny. Um, yeah, like Margie Taylor Green's like ple- pleading, like make sure to vote for Ken McCarthy. It's important that he gets it. You know. Yeah. Well, like fuck it. She's like Misty from Yellow Jackets. Yeah. Coach, you know, she's gonna like poison Ken McCarthy. Think, that creepy ass smile. I think that the the bad thing here is more so that it's just going to be frustrating and annoying you know the the big thing was the senate because whatever the the, yeah they can just keep putting judges on the bench if there's a supreme court nominee biden will get that one put on the bench every Uh, disappointing thing that's happened over the past couple of years was because Trump and McConnell crammed yeah. every judge they could do. So the Democrats need to do that now. Yeah. They need to they already shoved in a ton of judges in Paris two years. Now they can continue that. Yep. And like you just said, if like you know, Alito ex- like just spontaneously yeah. explodes. Yes, he, he, he's exposed to sunlight or yeah. you know, it's like water's thrown on Amy Coney Barrett right. and she melts. Yeah. Um, uh, or multiplies depending. Or a on house falls on her. Or a house falls on her and her feet shrink. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, the giant. Did you see that video of her at like something where she's like mocking like, the protesters? Protesters. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's like, amazing how these clowns get to be so outright. It's we know crazy. they're like we know they're right wing fanatics, but like it's really bullshit that they they don't even care. They're just out and about. They're like, yeah, we have yeah. this. We don't care. We're going to shove it in your face. Well, 
I think the House can be like kind of kept under control because I think a lot of times if if the Republicans want anything done, they're going to have to play ball with the Democrats to some extent. And um, with the Senate being this in Democratic hands, um, they can get all the judges they want uh, pushed through. Did you see that video of Herschel Walker? Uh... Oh Lord! About Dracula's or something? <laughs> I didn't. I don't know if I saw that one. I saw one today where he said that we got to stop thing? the Democrats because they just want to ride bikes. Did you see yeah. that? Yeah, <laughs> that guy. Like, I hope to God that that guy loses. I almost feel like I feel like a little more a knock on wood here. Yeah, um, I feel confident the Democrats are going to win this. It I might think be so too. Their teeth, but I think with the fact that like. This guy is now out and about on his own. There's no one to distract. There's no other races going yeah. on. And it's just this Mongo, Lloyd, like just uh, out saying the most bizarre things that like maybe people will wake up. You know, you don't have Brian Kemp on the ticket. Right. Have, like it's just. Well, monotony. and they can't win the Senate. Like, like the Republicans. Yeah, they can't win the Senate either way. So there's no point in them voting. I mean, like there is. But it's important that the Democrats get this extra seat because one, it's good to get another senator. Yeah. But it also kind of like you get a better chance of like you just stripped uh Kristen Cinema or and Joe Manchin of like a right. lot of their power. Yeah, you did. Yeah. So because you could always get like a Murkowski or yeah, yeah. To try to go along with something that even that would diffuse them even more. Yeah. I think Mansion. Supposedly the rumor is he's probably not going to run again, and I guess because he did go along with like the infrastructure, that he's kind of like uh, ostracized from the Republicans that he worked with a lot behind the yeah. scenes. That they're angry at him. That maybe this will force him to be more of an actual Democrat in the next couple of years. And he, you know, there's a chance he might not run again. He's not, you know, a lot of these people are old. I mean, yeah, yeah he's not Chuck Grassley old. Guy's 76 years old. I mean, like, I don't know. The Chuck Grassley thing blows my mind. That one's like it's crazy. What is he? Oh, I watched this. I watched fucking Bill Maher for the first time in like a year because he had Paulus on the governor of uh, Colorado. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bar's like telling the guy, he's like, oh, so you're going to run for president? And Paulus is like, no. <laughs> like, he did a really good job. He wasn't trying to be like coy and be like, maybe. Right, right. Uh, but he, uh, man, you know, Mars like such a piece of shit. Like, he, the whole show, he's trying, one, he was downplaying how bad DeSantis is. Yeah. yeah. Like, he was trying to normalize DeSantis. And then on top of it, the whole night he's like talking about how Biden should run again. And I'm like, why should Biden not run? I mean, Biden, this is historically, they said this is historically one of the few times ever that the that like when Obama's first term, the Republicans crushed him in the midterms. Right. Yeah. But the Democrats crushed Trump in the midterms. The only reason why Bush had a successful midterm in his first term was because of 9-11. Right, exactly. That. that is an unusual one. And I think uh, maybe during World War II, there was not a big flip either, probably because of World War II. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is actually pretty fucking historical. So for Bill Maher to say that, like, Biden should, like, not run again is, like, 
I know exactly what he's doing. This is like troll concern trolling. Yeah. Well, maybe Biden's look. I I like Biden just fine. I'm not a huge huge fan, but I like him. Um, no. Maybe he maybe, look. Hey, maybe Biden knows what he's doing. You know, look at the midterm results. Look at. I know it's had a fucking. Knows how the sausage is made. He's been in there forever. Yeah, right. That's someone who's been in there forever. He he, as gaff prone as he is, sometimes like speaking wise. I mean, he hasn't made any huge errors. I mean, he's pretty like cautious but progressive. I don't know. I mean, like, yeah. I, it's hard to see. It's hard to look at all the stuff he's done and point out any really glaring errors. I'm no, just saying no, no. that. I, when I see Bill Maher, who is definitely veered to the right over the past couple of sure. years, I consider him like a right-wing commentator, and he once in a while likes to pretend he's a progressive here and there. Um, he's doing a – I know what he's doing when he's all of a sudden being concerned trolling and saying like, oh, maybe Biden shouldn't run. He's too old and stuff like that. And it's like, wait, why would he not run? He – he could actually say that we had an incredibly successful midterm. Yeah. Like, kept the Senate, right. Kept the Senate, actually flip the seats, uh, help get more governors, help get flip state houses, Michigan. It's funny. They were talking about, like, well, the media is trying to, like, fucking suck up to the Santas and they want him to be, like, the anti-Trump or whatever, but he's worse. And they do this while ignoring that, like, Gretchen. Is that her name? Gretchen? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Gretchen in Whitmer. Michigan, <clears throat> one successfully got reelected, also to a second term, just like DeSantis. But she flipped the seats. Yeah, in the House in Michigan, it's it's a it's literally a blue state now. Her her and win no and attention. Shapiro's win are both more impressive than DeSantis's win. Yeah, really. Yeah, I mean they, they didn't are. Have a, a Whitmer didn't have a. Uh, election task force that was arresting people for voting like DeSantis yeah. was. It's, I know it's, I saw your tweets where you're talking about like how come there's like no investigations into nothing Abbott or DeSantis. Trump came out and said I tampered in the 2018 election. Yeah he did he said he helped DeSantis get elected and and it was shady as fuck and it was a margin of like 10,000 votes and like that's it there's no no recount. Yeah, I guess I will say, looking back at the Biden administration, the one big error I think has been like fucking Merrick Garland, you know, who's not. I mean, maybe I, keep, I don't know. Now with the election being over, sure, maybe uh, now he'll be unleashed. I don't know. I don't know. You know. Oh, and then another bullet we dodged is uh, Arizona. Fucking oh, that was big. Harry Lake losing. I don't think people realize what a. Fucking! You think Marjorie Taylor Green is bad or Bobert's bad? Oh, this one Harry was Lake's worse. A whole nother level of shit. First of all, how is she allowed to have that fucking uh, soft filter on all the time? I know. She looked like she was like I felt like I was watching Elizabeth Taylor perfume ad for my twenty. Yeah, remember those? Yeah. Yep. Be like foggy, so they hide all her. Do you ever see the pictures of what she looks like with when she doesn't have the soft filter? Uh, she looks like your typical like late 50s Arizona woman with like yeah. every fucking crack and crevice in their face. Yeah, is that um, photograph of her real, the one people always use of her kind of like... Crying, that... The one I've been posting a lot? Where yeah, yeah. Set, I don't know and I don't care. Right. It's It looks, that looks like Jerry Blank. 
to me. It was like, that also looks like the mom from Arrested Development. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I, so I posted it both there with sad face, and I said, the face you make when you find out Buster the ones want to be another boy in porn. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> that one made me crack up. I, I, the, the, I was looking up pictures of Mother Boy afterwards. And they showed like, the kid with the glasses posing with the mom with the matching Oh, outfits. yeah. Oh, my God. Mother Boy was so fucking. Man, that show was so good. That was great. Yeah. Um, I I would say, yeah, the, the candidates in Arizona were terrible. Blake Masters was terrible. Blake Masters was horrible. Like I Harry said, Harry Lake was terrible. Listen, I could see how J.D. Vance won. I mean, I think he sucks. Yeah. But from like a, if you're just like a political novice and you don't know anything sure. about him and you don't know what a piece of shit he really is, he looks like a non-threatening, like friendly looking person. Yeah. Blake Masters looks like he's like attending Unite the Right in Charlottesville. Yeah. Blake he Masters really does. such a creep. They posted some picture of him. And the, this guy was like, talking about how handsome he was or something. I'm like, what? And I just posted, like, the bad guy from Poltergeist 2. Yeah, I saw that. Like that. Like, the priest, yeah. Yeah, not much difference there. Blake no. is the creep. Like I said, I can understand why GD fans, from an appear- if you're going by appearance alone. Yeah, sure. He looks like a reasonable person. He's horrible. He's, he is terrible, but he is the traditional terrible Republican. Like... You'll just be Republicans a like Republican him. that votes yeah. along with everything they say. Republicans <laughs> like JD Vance have been getting elected for like 30, 40 years. That's no surprise. Yeah, Blake Masters is Blake like Masters is such a creep. Yeah. I mean, he just looked like a creep. He was more repulsive. His tweets were more troll-like. JD Vance is a scumbag. I think the problem that Ryan had, and I was thinking about this, is that Ryan was always that guy who would always threaten to run against Pelosi in the House when it came to, like, the Senate, to the mm. House winning. And I could see how maybe how he did not get the backing because he's probably pissed the party off over the years. That could be. That That's probably one of the reasons why he... Because, like, J.D. Vance shouldn't have won that. No. Now, again, he also ran to the right. Is What's-his-face still the Ohio senator from the Democrats? Um, is he still... Around? Sherrod Brown, is it? Or, yeah. Uh... I, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Because um, that guy, and he's an example of like, here's a guy, he's 70 years old. I think he could still run again. There's no reason yeah. why he can't run again. Um, here's a guy who's considered one of the more progressive Democrats in the Senate. And he's in Ohio. And they're saying that, like, why this guy, like, people will vote for you if you stand for something. And maybe Ryan was just running too far to the right, saying how he supports the police, doing all that. Like, you don't have to, like, outright say these things, you know? Right. You could just be like, yeah, I don't have an issue with this. Yeah, you know? Brown is like, currently to get, I love the uh, Fetterman. They were trying to get him on, like, fracking. And I'm like, you know, he just said whatever. Yeah, I supported it or whatever. And I was like, you know what? Most people don't give a fuck about fracking. Yeah. And honestly, if you know enough about fracking, you don't want it. Because... The only things you know about fracking are poisons, well, well water. It poisoned the water. Earthquakes. Line. It causes earthquakes. Dude, they were doing so much fracking in uh, Oklahoma. Irving. It, oh, no, okay. this was in Texas. And oh. I, was with, I used to work in Irving. <clears throat> and they were doing fracking at the time. Dude, we had multiple earthquakes. Dude, one time Jeez. the whole building shook for like a minute. It was like the scariest thing. Like, there's a warehouse next door. To, yeah. Like, it, there was a. Basically, the building was built around a warehouse. Yeah, yeah. And the warehouse, like, 
fucking the racks were shaking. Oh it was frightening. And this was all because of fracking. Yeah. So like, and after like a year, they stopped doing it. And guess what? No earthquakes. No, no. Who knew burping yeah. the earth <laughs> would cause earthquakes? Who well, would give a fuck about fracking? That's what I mean. Like Republicans run on these things and they think that these are winning issues. Most people don't care about fracking. They don't understand it. It sounds, it, first of all, it's, it's funny. Republicans are usually good at euphemisms and like, you know, like clean sky. Yeah, fr- fracking is not a good one. Fracking sounds like, first of all, isn't fracking like the F word <clears throat> in Battlestar Galactica? Yeah, it is. Right. Yeah. Like fucking Lobo in DC Comics, I think, said frack all the time. And like, it's just another way to say fuck. And so whoever came up with that term, man. Yeah. Fucked up. You fracked. You fracked <laughs> up. Um, but again, it's like Republicans, they went they run on these things. Okay, they ran on anti-trans a lot. They're they're all gonna say they didn't. They all did. They all they all did, things. yeah. And it backfired. Most people, one, it's like, okay, so you just want to bully a couple of kids, like well, I think that Ben Collins went on some show and he was like, you know, maybe maybe, maybe suburban women and even suburban men just don't like it when you pick on kids you know even like kids that you don't understand like you don't have to understand a kid wanting to wear like a boy wear wearing nail polish or whatever that you don't have to understand that to like still know that your kids hang out with friends like that and they're good kids and you don't want them picked on you know i mean it's like uh they're saying like Oh, DeSantis is like a normal guy compared to Trump. It's like, what are you talking about? Did you see his victory speech? He literally said, Florida is where woke goes to die. Yeah. Like, I mean, that is just... literally his entire MO. Well, like, that's, that's why DeSantis doesn't scare me too much. Like, Florida is a really fucked up state, but like, I don't even know if that, that would work well in other red states, to be honest with you. I don't you. even know you if, know? like, he'll run. First of all, I am blown away that this guy's younger than me. He's a year yeah. younger. Blows me away. You know, they're all talking about like they want to make him like the next hot thing. He's basically the next like uh what Scott Walker. Chris, Chris Christie, Scott yeah. Walker, you know. I mean, at the end of the day, at least Chris Christie has a personality. Well, and Chris Christie's like pretty talented, you know, like yeah, that's what I mean. He's a charismatic, he's a bully yeah. and an asshole, but he's a great speaker and he but he's like a New Jersey style bully and asshole. He I mean, sounds that's... like he could be friendly and a bully at the same time. Yeah. I could see why people would like him. Yeah. But like DeSantis is, is fucking weird. Like, I, all you have to do is watch that debate with Chris, with, uh, with what's his uh, name? Yeah. Uh, uh, Charlie Crist. Charlie Crist. Santa's is bizarre. He makes all these weird faces. He like communicates strange. He, he just looks like a fucking. He looks bizarre. He, looks he like does. He looks like, like, like if it were a TV show that he would be the alien, you know, yeah. and like trying people would, human. people like an would alien be like, trying to be human. like, I am not an alien, right? What's, <laughs> what's up, fellow Homo sapiens? What's up, like? <laughs> Oh, well, what's up, fellow? Uh, what are they called? Not a quadruped, <laughs> but bipeds. Uh, oh, yeah, what up, my fellow bipeds? How this is sure I was awesome. H2O and oxygen hanging out with my arms and not tentacles. Hanging out with my, <laughs> hanging out my new arms that are not tentacles inside of it, dangling. Right. Like, the guy looks like is a freak, and I love the whole Trump thing. like 
oh, I got things on him. Yeah. This thing's on him. I love that too. Him just putting out the thing about how he had the FBI help him. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, we knew this, but. Well, it is weird. Like, Republican, they can do whatever they want. If, if Trump is running, then I, that's, that is a tough thing. I mean, I guess we can kind of talk well, a little. I well, wanted to say before we yeah, yeah. Transition, transition to this, you know, Trump announced that he's running, which I think is hysterical because if you want to point a finger and say who lost the election in 2022, it was Trump. Everyone. Oh, that, yeah. And the funny thing, too, is every person, DeSantis traveled for like four different candidates, different states, and supposedly all of them lost. Yeah, well, he How's went, DeSantis this like nation, nationwide kingmaker. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you like, know, you know who I think Gre- Gretchen Whitmer did really well in Michigan, absolutely. But I think that Fetterman race is really one to look at. You know, like he, they, I read a big article about him in the Washington Post today, and they said he basically kind of did kind of like what Beto did. He went to almost every county in Pennsylvania. Even well, he the, did that when he ran for lieutenant governor. Yep, even the red he ones. Unfortunately, couldn't do it too much this time because of his stroke. Yeah, he was going to, but he he skipped a few because of his stroke. Um, and he uh he had like a unique mix of of platforms. Like, you know, he was real he's authentic. Considered he is considered like a Bernie Sanders type Democrat. Yeah, and which on the surface, and when it comes to MSN mainstream news they're going to try to make people skittish and voting for him saying that the socialists and all that he really isn't but he is definitely going to be one of the more progressive senators in, yeah. in the senate and what's great about him was when trump was trying to pull shenanigans in 2020 he he uh, that's why he was able to run for senator was he was a lieutenant governor and he was on tv all the time and yeah was, yeah and i'm like holy shit i remember him from being on Mar years ago when he was just a mayor. He was a lot. Yeah, heavy. yeah. He was a lot. And yeah, he was just like a mayor. And I remember him. Um, and I was like, he got national attention. And I think he was able to get like a lot of those like skittish Democrats who call them like Chris Matthew Democrats or the type who will like, you know, they'll vote for a Biden type. They need right. someone steady hand. They're not going to be too progressive, but not, you know, they're right. They, and it's like, no, you need a progressive. Like, and he was able, I think, by being that face during the uh, election in 20, after the election, when Trump's trying to fuck with Pennsylvania, trying yep. to fuck with Georgia, and him being like this strong voice and being like, yeah, you guys aren't going to fuck with this election. Like, look, look at me, I'm going to fuck you up. You know, I'm, eight, I'm nine feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I, would, I, I think, and, oh, go ahead. Well, I'm saying that I think that was a, that gave cover for the fact that this dude is like more progressive than like what normal people usually. Oh yeah. No, I think he's more progressive. And I think that's, I think his voters are fine with that. I think that the Fetterman is a good example because like I had to watch them run shitty candidates in Kentucky or in Texas. There are always these like safe democratic. like was a great candidate i think the one who was talk. booker no the one last time the, the oh, uh, her. yeah she sucked yeah mcgrath, yeah, booker McGrath. should have been the booker got screwed mcgrath yeah. 
even the Democrats screwed. Like I think if Booker won against McConnell, it would have been very different because right. he had more attention on I that agree. race. But like you, and in Texas, we had a, a woman run. She was like a former Navy officer. But the the Democrats sometimes will run what seems like a Republican. They run really... a, a basically a ex military Republican yes. light Republican light candidate, and they always fucking lose. Yeah, Booker. I remember when I saw early in the morning when Booker mentioned that the Democrat he basically got no money. Right, he got no money. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that, like, you're right. It's always an ex-military. General Wesley Clark is another one. And I like Clark. I mean, I, I like Clark, too. He was fine. I mean, for what he was, I remember. Um, I mean, again, though, but I think he was more progressive, though. I yeah. Mean, it was just a waste. Well, um, and there was a woman in Texas. And anyway, there, there's like always one or two of them and they always lose. And the Democrats are like, why, why didn't, because you didn't run a Democrat. Fetterman was a Democrat. He was a pretty progressive, authentic. And he was running against fucking Dr. Oz. I mean, Dr. Oz. Yeah, but like, Dr. Oz should have, if Dr. Oz. I mean, it, the problem with Dr. Oz, which is, fun, like I said, I've said this many times, anyone listening to this podcast, Dr. Oz is the candidate that the Republicans try yeah, to that's true. any East Coast uh, yeah. Democrat. That is basically Dr. Oz. I found that hysterical. It's like was funny. And then you yeah. have Fetterman who looks like he's like one of the leaders in a, a fucking coal mine. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, right. Like, yeah. Like, like, like this guy looks like he works in an auto body shop. You know what I mean? And exactly. Fucking like Captain Crudite who has like 12 mansions who is op like on Oprah. Yeah, Oz made a ton of errors, but Fetterman ran an effective campaign. If you could find, and you're not going to like clone Fetterman, but if you found candidates kind of in that mold, like in Texas, he is a, you, and that's the other thing too. The reason why McGrath and a lot of these candidates usually suck when they run them is they don't build movements. Like right. that was the thing about Booker is that. Booker was the type of person that could help build a movement in Kentucky that, yeah, you may not win this one. You may not win this one, but guess what? In 10 years, yeah, I flip a seat in wow. this red area. And McGrath is not going to do that. McGrath is no. not going to flip a seat. Now, Fetterman will inspire and you'll get more progressives in Pennsylvania, more progressives in the House. Yeah, for sure. More congressmen. And they'll bleed over into other states. So yeah, he's a big, figuratively uh, yeah. and physically, a big uh, uh, symbol. I think yeah. for progressive uh, politics. Now you know some dipshits will say he's not progressive enough. Whatever. I'm like, sure. I mean, I I probably would like him to be more progressive in some areas, but I don't live in Pennsylvania. You know, I don't know yeah, what their I also concerns want to are. Have us, you know, I'd rather have him in the Senate than uh, Doctor Oz. <laughs> yeah. That's where progress would go to die. Right. You know, it's like the same thing with the House. I would, yeah, it's great. The Republicans always, you know, that if they have a majority, it's going to be literally like two seats, but I would prefer Democrats have two yeah, seats. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I think, and this will be a good transition, I think um, Trump announcing last night uh, is really probably does worry a lot of people in the Republican Party. I didn't Party. watch it. Did you watch it? No, I didn't. I I was going to, and then Hold I on. got. I want to. I want to find something. Vic Berger, I guess, because uh, oh, he, he does these great Trump videos, and yeah, 
let me see if I could find um he did one of uh Vic Berger of VBN News. <laughs> VPN. He did a video <laughs> uh of Trump's it's this video where like oh shit like everyone's like ignoring him oh yeah they said a lot of people tried to leave and they they yeah the, the doors i guess he increased the sound of the audience <laughs> they're not even paying attention to him nice the camera zoomed out do you see like yeah yeah the background is talking and it's like no one's paying attention to him People were saying that it was uh, Jeb Bush put out a thing, which is kind of funny. That was hilarious. Piece of shit, but I do uh, admire good uh, trolling. A good burn. Uh, he said, wow, low energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. You know, Jeb Bush is a horrible man who helped give his brother presidency and mm -hmm. lead to all kinds of cash catastrophic uh events in the early 2000s that still affects us today but i do appreciate a good burn oh yeah it's like when um when liz cheney congratulated the katie hobbs for winning or said you're welcome to carrie lake yeah yeah i know it's like funny i saw like megan mccain like trying to be like yeah you know mess with the mccain <laughs> you know carrie lake losing and i'm like I want to like this, but I don't want to like. I don't like her because she sucks. Her husband's a piece of shit. That's what I don't like about her. She's not. Have you ever seen her husband? Maybe he, can't what does he own? He owns. He's like. He's like. I don't know which uh, right wing media outlet owns, but it's like if you wanted like JD Vance, but even more unlikable. Yeah, that's him, and he's just a shit bag. Like he is way more conservative than her. Yeah, like, I want to say he's like president of the federalist society or something Some, i don't know something like that um, yeah but i don't know the carrie like losing was very satisfying oh was, yeah uh, she she would have been just annoying like on a national level it wouldn't just be in arizona it um is, yeah well and she was a, a trump protege i just looked up megan mccain's husband is the uh editor of the federalist magazine yeah um but uh yeah she was terrible and trump went way out of his way to support her and she was a yeah he was trump. like maricopa county needs to be another election man yeah so he announced he's running yep and i heard uh it was low energy very um, yeah, you're executed. and like it's just him complaining of course he said like one of his things like and female only females would be in sports. Yeah. Pratt. Well, I was like, this is like no one cares about no. this. This is so stupid. It's like you're like, oh, uh, you get laid off from your job and you're like, oh well, <laughs> Trump said that a handful of people won't be able to participate in some sports around this state. Yeah, it's a it's a weird thing. Um well, first of all, it's like Okay, you announced you're running, and it's like, why would you run? Dude, you just cost the Republican Party. I mean, I, I'll say this. He didn't cost the Republican Party. Trump and the Republican Party are one and the same. Yeah. You, yeah, cannot, yeah. you can't say, like, if you remove Trump, you just get a quieter version of him. Like, they're still the same shitty people. And yeah. They are one and the same. It's not like all of a sudden their policies are going to change. It's not like they're going to like not be horrible. 
you know and- it is i think the you're right like their policies are very similar because trump was just a tool of like the traditional republican party they were really aligned on a lot of policy issues the the problem with trump though is he was just so overtly like awful and kind of racist and abrasive and he said one decent thing when he won was when he got the inauguration or when he won and he said he told the republicans you need to ease off on lgbt people he said that yeah what did he do like a month later he put in the trans ban the military and that all went away real quickly yeah well he probably had a talk in them and said nah this is what we are the religious right voted for you yeah. Not because you are going to be, we're, no, we don't he, tolerate this. He this probably test drove it at a rally or two and he got a big applause line when he, when he targeted LGBTQ people and then he went with it. I mean, I don't think it's like. I any... also think the Republicans had a talk with him and said, no. Yeah, could be. This is like, this is where we are. This is why, pe- this is why we get poor people to vote for us. Yeah. <laughs> Abortion yeah, well... and bigotry. Without the, these two things, we don't get your tax cuts. Yeah. Want tax cuts? This woke shit, as they would like call it, that's for the other party. Yeah. We we're the we get the miserable people to vote for us. We're the party of intolerance. Yeah, yeah, we are. We are the fucking party of intolerance. Because again, it's like, how do you get people to vote against their economic means? Yeah. You promise them bigotry. Well, you give them you give them something to be afraid of, you know. So caravans of Illegals, the borders out of control. Um, So Trump, but I just find it bizarre that Trump's announcing and it's this early, it's like so early. Yeah. And it's like, dude, you were not just, you had a failed midterm. Very. In the face of it. Every candidate you pretty much supported lost. Aside from J.D. Vance. Well, I guess you could say he kind of tacitly supported DeSantis, but that's DeSantis was going to win Florida. That's like saying, yeah, you know, they you, hate, supposedly they hate each other now and everything. I'll tell you this: I, if Trump runs, if I was DeSantis, if I was like DeSantis's aides or whatever works for yeah. him, his advisors, I would say, do not run, do not run this election. Do not. Especially if he's that young, but um, it's like, dude, yeah, like how many years can a what is it? How many terms in Florida can a governor be? I don't know if there's term limits. I know that they can do at least two, but I don't. Maybe there are term limits. Let's look that up real quick. Yeah. I. You know, because Rick Scott was governor, and then he became senator. Yeah, senator is a step up from governor for sure, but I don't think. I don't think Ron DeSantis wants to be a senator. I think he wants to go from governor to, to president. Yeah, of course. The current constitution of 1968 states that should the governor serve or would have served have he not resigned more than six years in two consecutive terms, he cannot be elected to succeeding term. All right. Yeah. So two two terms. Yeah. So, I mean, if I were, if I were their aides and Trump is running because he already announced he is. Yeah. And Trump and you are basically Trump light, just Trump light. That's what he is. Yeah. I mean, what are you gonna do? You gonna come out there and like out Trump, Trump? Yeah, and Trump's just gonna insult you. I mean, I, I mean, I'm amazed. Trump's insult of him so far is pretty lame, though. Desanctimonious. Yeah, that's people are. All right, come on, Trump, Gay Ron, Dainty Desantis. 
Yankee boots DeSantis. Yeah. I mean, like, he uh, he also did Lion. Did he do Lion, Ron? Yeah, he could be like, you know, Ron, he, when he was a teacher, he really liked those students of his a little too much. Yeah, he mean, Trump would tear him apart. really liked hanging out with those students. I think Ron DeSantis. Well, they Matt Gates. <laughs> I think Ron DeSantis has like a year to, to wait. Like, tr- yeah, that's the thing. It's like the joke is that Trump jumped in so fucking early. And there's no reason to start running until like the spring of like 2023. Right. You start announcing that you're running. Well, the advantages for Trump are A, now everyone has to, now everyone has to pick a side. The next person who runs, who says they're going to run, is directly attacking Trump, you know, and that's also he gets to do rallies and collect money. Yeah. Yep. Followers, he gets to, and then he can claim that he's now uh, not liable anymore for crimes, which is not true at all. Well, I also saw someone say that, like, that if he's a declared candidate, then networks are kind of obligated to carry his speeches or something to that effect. Well, they're not. They don't yeah. even carry fucking Biden's speeches. It's mm, true. I was annoyed. I heard like CNN and all them aired it, but then they supposedly cut off halfway through. Yeah. Because it wasn't interesting. And <laughs> I mean, again, it's like, yeah, what are you going to do? Are you going to run this guy and say Biden's old? I mean, yeah, Trump's a couple of years younger than him, but he's still a man in his mid to late 70s. Yeah. And Biden's in pretty like good shape. Shit. He looks like shit. Biden at least like works out, seems to take care of himself. Yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, if you ran DeSantis, fine, you can make that argument. Here's a guy who's like almost half his age. Yeah. That's fine. But you gotta run Trump and you're gonna attack Biden on his mental acuity. Yeah, and all that, that makes no and sense. Then you have Trump who like is I think legally brain dead in some instances, like. I don't know. I, I it's funny. I was like, I posted a tweet. I said, like, I'm not gonna make new drawings. I drew enough of that guy. Right. Yeah. And he's not. He's saying the same shit, doing the same shit. Then my drawings are always gonna be relevant when it comes to him because it's a, it's a, it's a loop. It's a, it doesn't go anywhere. It's like a. It's a greatest hits tour. You know, he's yeah. not writing any new material. Someone made a joke and said, yeah, he's gonna run, but it might be the shortest fucking. Um, the uh what do you call it the shortest campaign ever because he might get like indicted or something yeah it could be i mean i think I it's absolutely disgusting that he even gets the opportunity to even do it even if it doesn't last this is the guy who attempted a violent coup yeah who tried stealing elections i will say this too the great thing obviously except for like you know the deep red states um mm-hmm. every election denier uh what was it what was the position? They all lost. All secretaries uh, of state. Yeah. yeah. Every yeah. one of them, that scumbag in Arizona lost. Yep. And one in Michigan. Um, yeah, yeah. Those are real important races. The Republicans have always been good at that, like capturing school boards or putting secretaries of state. This is the in. thing where Democrats need to get better at is they need to just get more. They need to get more people. Didn't you tell me or someone told me that like the one difference between in Highland Village or something Maybe Leah or someone else mm. said that in Texas, though. It used to be that, like, almost half the positions, there was, like, the Republican was, like, running unopposed. Oh, and yeah. They said this time they were not. There was a Democrat in, like, every position running. That I, I did mention that. I don't know if anyone else mentioned it to you. But, like, 
when I first moved here, there was like there wasn't even a Democrat running for like railroad commission, or, yeah. you know, like stuff like that. And yeah, there'd be a lot of like for me, it'd be a lot of blanks. Yeah, because so, I just wouldn't vote because there's no one else. So there was a lot of de- more Democrats on the ballot this time, which I thought was real good. That's um, great. I mean, it may take a while, but yeah. it's important that you represent and run someone. You run someone in the school boards. Absolutely, yeah. You run somebody for the, all the most minute positions because they said that that's the thing that made Republicans successful over yeah. the years. Was they were losing national favor was all the fucking states. Plus, they have they have a deep bench now. There's probably like school board members in you know some random town you never have heard of before, and someone is noticing like, wow, they they speak really well, or they have a, a real authentic look about them. Maybe we should run them for state senator. You know, I mean, like that's how that shit happens. You know, yep. I mean, you gotta you gotta enter politics. Become like training and, grounds for bigger positions. Yeah, later. if you can't hack school board then you're not going to do well on the county commission or, you know, the city council or whatever. So it's a good proving ground for people. And um, the Republicans have always been really good at that. I, I'd like to think the Democrats are kind of catching up, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I uh, Like I said, though, the Trump announcing his run, it was like, yeah, we're not shocked. But I right. think the thing that the media needs to do is not air his fucking rallies. First of all, they're boring. Yeah. Just... It doesn't say anything interesting. It's all like, I mean, guys still talking about Hillary's emails. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, what are you running on? I mean, this is so boring. It's so tiring. It's funny, though. I saw, like, Tim Pool and all them were like, oh, this is weak. Uh, it's like, yeah, because you're trying to prop up DeSantis. No, no, yeah. no. You guys can't. That's the thing, too. I want them locked step with Trump, the Republicans. I don't want yeah. the media not to give it attention, though. I'm like, no, you guys don't get to pretend that right. you weren't in those boat parades. You weren't, you know, you back January 6th. Yeah. You don't get to pretend that didn't happen. Like, get the fuck out of here. No, mm. you guys were the Trump cult. You will always be the fucking Trump cult. Yeah. You don't get to pretend. You don't get to walk put- away from it. Lipstick on a pig or whatever you want to call it with the Santas. It's the same shit anyway. Mm. So, well, I don't know. I don't know. I th- the next thing we were going to talk about was, uh, I guess it's similar in a way, I guess. Greg Abbott, um, after the midterms, um, and Greg Abbott was like, he wasn't super pumped up by Trump or whatever, but he announced this weird plan to like declare an invasion and start policing the border with state marshals that was basically the idea right yeah and it just you and i were talking about it it just seemed like such a weird thing to do after he won re-election it seemed like a fool's errand that like there's no way to fix this well and greg abbott's just like i'm taking all responsibility for it and i'll fix it in a jiffy and it was just such a weird move politically like at that time too um yeah I don't know. I mean, I guess Chud's just like targeting immigrants, so... Well, yeah, but I, it is weird. The timing's odd. And again, it's like, wait, you guys are still doing this? Like, the election's over. Your fear-mongering usually ends here. Yeah. It starts back up, like, you know, a year before the election. Right. You know? And, yeah, it's like he's trying to... I don't even understand it. It's like he's trying to get, like, in fucking Bosnia at the fucking border. Right. <laughs> 
Somebody posted a thing and said the joke is, that, and I guess when it came to Trump, that all the border areas of Texas voted against him. Yeah. If you look at a map, like where Democrats hold congressional seats in Texas, it's like the border ones. You know, I mean, it's, uh, I don't know. It is weird. I, I don't know where Greg Abbott is going. A lot of people keep saying he has presidential aspirations. I can't ever imagine him running for president. You no, know? I can't imagine him running either. I mean, I, yeah, <laughs> um, that's an ableist. <laughs> I just don't see it. Like, I don't, he's not partic- a particularly gifted speaker. Yeah. Um, you know, he's no, not bad. No. He's just, boy, he's like, a, uh, like an accountant, you know, like having your accountant try to get you pumped up for yeah, like. I mean, like, the funny thing is, I take him more seriously as a, uh, a villain than yeah. the serious. But I see DeSantis as more of a threat politically. Yeah. Okay. Good. Political yeah. aspirations. Abbott, I don't. I just don't see him running for president. I also think he's like like DeSantis is better at like uh that bullshit than than Abbott is a little bit. I just yeah. don't, I don't know. Like he's Abbott, better at photo ops. He's better at like I don't know. Yeah, Abbott just looks like a fucking ghoul. Like they both yeah. are ghoulish looking, but I don't know. But um, you can like DeSantis will show up. Like I said, man, just watch that Charlie Chris debate between, uh, you know, DeSantis, you yeah. know, Chris, and like you just see the emperor's not wearing clothes there. I mean, that no. guy, come on, who are you, who are you kidding here? Well, and like, he was he was similarly bad, similarly bad against Andrew Gillum. Yeah, and he's not honed any of his skills because he never goes before hostile media yeah no it's always like um you know friendly and that's the other joke too is like okay i'm sorry but DeSantis has the same cadence to me as michael bloomberg trump has that that ability to be that like more gravelly voice like like there's something about him where i could see how Guys who think they're tough, yeah, with sure. He's tough. The Santa sounds whiny to me. I mean, like, you know, he sounds like me. <laughs> well, the Santa just sounds like um, I'm gonna throw Fauci into the Potomac. Like, he does. Really, buddy, are you? I don't think you could lift a loaf of bread. Like, he sounds like a little guy who's real brave when the teacher leaves him in charge, <laughs> but when he gets out in the playground, you know. It's atomic wedgie time. I mean, that's like that's atomic wedgie time. Yeah, Batterman giving him a wedgie. <laughs> Someone made a joke and said, "Which senator is the first uh, senator that Fetterman hangs on to a doorbell?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking Rand Paul all the way. Well, and why know. is it why is it Rand Paul? Right. You know? I I just see like yeah, DeSantis. I don't know. Maybe may, look. Maybe he has the chops to make a national race of it, but like. I don't know. I mean, I'm skeptical. I think this is again. This is the. This is Scott Walker, Marco Rubio, yeah, Charlie Crist, yeah. Um, who's the guy that uh, Paul Ryan? Yeah, it's like that. Yeah. That it's type like, of these are not again. It's like why did Trump have national appeal? Because he's always had national appeal. He was on a fucking successful TV show. He's a cartoon character a too. What? He's in. He's a cartoon character too. He's yeah, interesting. I mean, the guy has yeah. been ingrained in people's minds since the eighties. He's I mean, fuck, he's in Zoolander. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He was, you know why he's in Zoolander? Because 
in the beginning of the movie, they're showing like the fashion scene. They're showing like a uh, fashion runway and yeah, yeah. feeling celebrities. And who would usually be a celebrity that would be one of these things? Donald Trump. Right. I mean, like DeSantis is, you're not going to excite people. I'm no. sorry. Like, I mean, I don't know. He still scares the shit out of me. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, he's him. terrible. It's just, I don't know. It, 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 It'll be interesting to watch because at some point DeSantis will have to decide, am I running or not? And if Trump is still running when that happens, then it, then it will get interesting. Um, no, no. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, um, then, go, go ahead. No, I don't. I mean, do you have anything else to say about Trump announcing? Is... It just it was remarkably boring. I think that's the big. I mean, he has nothing else to offer, and there's so much negative shit about him. See, the guy lost. I'm sorry, but it's like, dude, you lost. You he lost, lost, and he's done nothing in the interim to bring more people on board. No. You know, I mean, I, uh, all right. I probably example. I tweeted a thing earlier today. I don't know if you saw it about. Uh, I said I don't understand. Well, I'll just read it real quick. I said yeah, about yeah. Uh, gay marriage. I said, like, oh yeah, yeah. One well, that the fact that there's still a fucking argument over this is ridiculous. I said Ben Shapiro and the right wing are still crying about gay marriage. A thing that has been legal in the USA for almost a decade. Could they tell us how gay marriage impedes on their lives in any way and how it breaks up millions of families all over the country is a good thing? And this one guy writes, like, I love how oil billionaires create TPSA and Charlie Kirk and their little Nazi science lab <laughs> to try to capture the youth to get completely wiped out. Learning about things that deranged clones at Daily Wire double down. Oh. And I said, in the end of the day, Daily Wire, TPUSA, know their audience and want to make as much money off of them as possible. Mm-hmm. Winning elections is really not on their agenda. Losing elections probably keeps their audience more angrier, more, more engaged, yeah, and more in tuned to their bullshit. So, like, because, like, I saw this thing. I, I guess the Senate voted on codifying, uh, yeah, Doc Defense Hogan of Marriage Act, yeah, Hogerfield. What's it called? Hogerfield. The- yeah, the Defense of Marriage Act is an um, effort to keep the, gosh, Oberfeld rule. Yeah, like basically the Supreme Court can't fuck with it because it's a right. it's a law. Did it go? Did it pass? Well, I don't know. I think they have enough. You said two thirds of the Senate Republican Senate voted against it. Yeah, but do they do they need the House to vote on it too? Well, the House will probably vote for it because well, it's, currently it's still de- it's still Democrat up until like yep. January first. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's ridiculous that they have to even vote on this. Yeah. It, it's already settled. But I mean, whatever they got to do, they got to do this. They got to do the abortion one too. They got to vote on that. Like, yeah, they got to vote on these laws and be like, yeah, the Supreme Court can't fuck with these. But um, Mitt Romney, I guess, voted in favor of it. He put out some tweet, and it's like so funny. It's like. Well, I may not agree. It's like, just shut the fuck up. Right, yeah. I read his tweet uh, where he... We know what you're doing here. You're trying to appeal to the religious nuts, but at the same time, you really don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Romney's not sitting in a room with his wife, searching his soul. No. Hair. He's like, I know a dance I gotta do here. Yeah. I just don't want kids throwing me. Write me a good tweet. Write, Write me a statement that makes me look like I'm seeing it from both sides, but I'm going with the you know, 
Yeah. I think he just didn't want like kids throwing rocks at his house if he voted no or something, you know what I mean? But it's like he voted yes, but he had to like throw in like, well, I may not agree. And yeah, that's fine. He can not agree. I I, I I mean, I don't give a shit if he agrees or not. He voted in favor of it. So, like, but I just think it's funny that he feels that he has to tell people. And it's just like, dude, most Republican Party hates your fucking guts anyway. Yeah. Yeah, he's but he only has to satisfy the people in Utah, you know. Yeah. So he's he's gonna be fine. He shows up. They're like, "Are you wearing a magic underwear?" And he yeah. says, "Yes, I am." And they're like, "You're in, buddy." Well, and he's he is he is pretty conservative, you know. I mean, he does cross the aisle on occasion, but um, he's a routine conservative vote, you know. Yeah. So uh, of course, like I guess I just them. thought it was funny. I was like watching this thing Ben Shapiro talking about like gay marriage. I'm like, dude, what year is this? Two thousand three. Yeah. Dude, get over it, you fucking little freak. Yeah. <laughs> like, first of all, you know what? How about you do you and leave the fucking other people alone? Yeah. I'm so Easy. Sick of these fucking people. Like, I love when, like, they use that was the thing I didn't like about the Rama speech. You're talking about, like, religious freedom, but it's like, okay, your religion has not, should not stop. Yeah, other it ends. At your, bo- at your body, well, right? What they're really doing is, they really what they want to do is protect religious organizations and basically give them a free pass from like saying like, oh, well, this person can't attend that school. Yeah. This person can't do this because I'm just enacting my religious freedom. See, my religion, we think you're pond scum and we would prefer you didn't exist. Yeah. And it's like... Oh, I don't give a fuck because I don't think your religion is real. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I, that's a, I can't stand about the um that argument. It's like nonsense. Mm. It's like so basically what you're saying is like as a bigot, you're offended. Yeah. Yeah. Good way of putting it. It's your right to be a bigot, but like <laughs> but your right to be a bigot, uh what do you call it? Oversteps my uh yeah. Or That's yeah. I, I can't stand that argument. It's so stupid. Um, and it's funny too, because these are the same people who claim they're the ones for freedom. Oh, and they're the ones being persecuted, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They have an interesting idea. They're the ones for freedom, that. but they're the ones that wanna stop people from being who they want to be with, stop people from um having choice in their body autonomy. Yeah. Um, it's quite hysterical. Now back to the border thing. Yeah. Real quick, like, what was that about exactly? Like, he put out this bizarre long statement. It made it sound like it was fucking Beirut in the eighties or something. Yeah. Well, I think he's just going to repurpose National Guard troops and station them there and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know. He's terrible. This is like shady as fuck. What he's doing is weird. It's yeah, it's it is real weird. I don't know why he would do it now. This seems like something you'd want to advertise before the votes. Yeah, um, I guess I he know. figured it was in the bag, but now that he won, he has to show like, yeah, I'm really am a. I really guess. Am a yes. yeah, the border argument. I hate. I cannot stand the border argument. Mm. It's the most paper thin argument because if you told people like, okay. Like Democrats actually put in things on how to like regulate the border and yeah, yeah. voting against it. It, it. it, you cannot tell me that the whole argument on the Republican side for the border 
is not a racist cudgel. Right. Like, yeah. Because the majority of Republican donors are usually like meat factories and like yeah, uh, yeah. You know, slaughterhouses, industrial farming. They rely on undocumented workers. They do. Yeah, they would collapse and, without it. And they and they're the ones that donate the most probably to the Republican Party. And the Republicans yeah. will tell people like, hey, we don't we think these people the whole thing is Republicans are basically just saying, like, we'll keep these guys out of your neighborhood. Right. And, and we'll the put people them to work. are so racist and they think like the Republicans do a job, but then the Republicans, what they're doing is basically giving a workforce to their um their backers, and then the backers when they want to get rid of them and get a new crop, they just get ice to come along and send them back yeah. and back to right and then wash their hands of it. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on with the border stuff. I do know, and I've said this before, I, I can be sympathetic to some of these communities because if you're a small town, you got like a hundred people living there and your fire department and school board is paid for with your tax dollars and all of a sudden, like 300 people move in, your population's quadrupled, and you're still working with the same amount of, of money. Well, that can, it's not helping. Yeah, that. I was going to say, that can be taxing. I get the, those communities' frustration. Um, but you're right, Abbott's not helping. No one's kind of prioritizing an organizational system where we can get you know things done in a certain order. Uh, it's I don't know. It's it's frustrating, you know, but... um. I don't know. I mean, it's it's frustrating. I, I can sympathize with some of their frustrations, even though they're doing terrible things. I like I said, it just Abbott is not really doing anything about it. No. This is just a, a sign of like I'm using soldiers to stop the most marginalized people possible. Yeah, like it's a weak attempt to show strength, and it is all about racism. Like DeSantis and Abbott piggybacking and. Oh, yeah. It's the human trafficking. Uh, oh, and even like, I don't know if it was after the election or right before the election, Abbott tweets like how proud he sent another bus to like Chicago. Yeah. And it's just like, I mean, two things. One, it's probably doing those fucking people a favor anyway, sending them True. somewhere yeah. nicer. Where they can get benefits and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And two, it's just like, if I don't know, if I was like, it's such a shitty thing they're doing because it's mm -hmm. like, they, they want to just make it that, like, Democrats are hypocrites or something. Like, that whole Martha's Vineyard thing was so stupid. Yeah, and the yeah. whole time, the Republicans, they're just making up, like, this story. And they're like, yeah, they were pissed, and they sent them back in. I'm like, that's not what happened at all. Yeah. That's not what happened. Uh, they got some – they don't have the resources because it's an island, and it's not – they don't right. have the resources for undocumented people. Ah, yeah. I hate it. I can't say that. <laughs> it's like at the end of the day you can't tell me that's not just flat out racism it you, is you try to dress it as something else all you want at the end of the day that's what it is yeah and it's it's easy and it works and that's what they do and they're not looking to really solve any problems that's the other thing that pisses me off they're no. really not because if they were they would vote on the thing the measures that the democrats actually put forward these past right. couple of years mm. well i don't know all right, UVA shooting. Oh, I yeah. I really don't know anything about this. I, you brought it up. I saw like just a little bit about it, but I guess university, was it at a college? Yeah, it was at the University of Virginia. And this was a weird story. I, I also don't know 
a ton about I mean, it. Should we not talk about that? <laughs> well, I, here's, here's what I'll say. And this was kind of an interesting one. Um, a Okay, so a guy shot and killed three uh, University of Virginia football players. Very recognizable on campus, three, three football players for a pretty good football team. And some guy, I, another student shot and killed those three of them. And then as the, the, the and, and I'll, let me pause, but that, that is horrible, obviously criminal. But yeah. And, right. <laughs> I mean, like, well, my, my follow-up will kind of like put that in perspective. The, then stories came out that said basically that this kid was being picked on by those football players and hazed you know, kind of like, uh, you know, somewhat violently picked on, you know, and one day he just lost his shit and he came to school with a gun and killed those three people. And then they went to the University of Virginia and the reporter's like, was there any truth to the matter that like this kid, the shooter may have been getting hazed and University of Virginia is like, we haven't heard anything about this. You know, we have no idea, you know, and that just, that, that kind of struck me as like, maybe not, maybe having the possibility of not being entirely true, you know? Yeah. And it suddenly became like a pretty simple issue for me, which is you, you, you should get rid of assault rifles and maybe you'd have fewer school shootings to a little more complicated of an issue, which is like some people get bullied pretty relentlessly and then they snap. And also like if a school a school's got to be aware of that shit you can't just say you didn't know this kid was getting picked on you're supposed to know you know the, the point is you're supposed to know about that shit you have usually to... do know and they pretend they don't right you know and especially and, and it, maybe it struck me because like these were football players like popular students making money for the school and everything and this one kind of loner who may have had some problems getting picked on and they just were like well you got to deal with it those are football players it just seemed like yeah well and the other the other thing is like this story kind of came and went and no one really heard much about it and that also struck me as odd as in maybe there's something more here maybe this isn't just a school shooting like we often hear about um i don't know i mean like i remember when the the democrats were saying we need gun bans and gun regulations and this and whatever the Republicans would come up and say, no, we need to put more money in mental health. And then the Democrats would be like, oh, yeah, OK, well, we can do that, too. And, and then, then they vote against that, too. Right. And then the Republicans would vote against well, the, the mental health. Well, the same thing with the border. They're full of shit. Right. They don't really have any solutions. They don't want to do anything about mental health because they don't want to expand health care. But with the shooting thing, it kind of made me think. I was like, you know, we do need mental health stuff. And we do need teachers to kind of keep an eye on shit that's going on on like, campus. Hey, you see that guy? Leave the fuck alone. Yeah, hey, right. I have an idea. Guess what? That guy killed those people. Maybe that no teacher would be like, so what happened to those last three? Fucking- well, I remember oh, telling... Hey, is he sure you want to pick on that kid? I, I remember telling uh, you this story, like, on the podcast. They guns like candy here. <laughs> I remember telling you on the podcast a few weeks ago that, like, I would pull kids aside if I ever saw someone picking on another kid and say i tell them politely and one-on-one i wouldn't embarrass them in front of the class i'd be like look this this classroom the one i'm running everyone's got to feel cool here i i can't have you picking on people 
you know, if, if you, if that's what you're doing, I, you're not welcome here. You know, I'm going to, I'll figure out a way to make you not welcome here. Um, and it worked real well. It didn't stop the fights from happening. People got picked on elsewhere, but like kids got to have a safe, and I know this was an adult college student. People got to have a, a safe it's place. It's interesting that you bring up like, this is at a college. It feels more like a high school thing. It does, yeah. It doesn't feel like a college thing at all. Like, I feel like in college, like, a lot of people are usually over that shit. And yeah. usually douchebags like that would just ignore that person. They wouldn't even give them the time of day. But that's know? another thing here is that these were, like, football players. And, look, again, these were – they're victims. I, I don't want to, like it, – So it's the weird... guy, is he dead or was he – No, he was c- captured alive. Okay. Yeah. So... I was like, I prefer that. I don't like yeah. when I know they get killed because I – I mean, you know, they – no, I, I prefer that. I mean, yeah. as long as they face their actual, you know, crimes on right. like fucking Kyle Rittenhouse or something. So, so like, sometimes college students aren't a lot like high school students, you know? And, like, it's, it, it's maybe not exactly like high school, but there's still a lot of, like, high school elements there. And There is, but, I mean, it depends. I guess if you're, like, I didn't go. I I didn't go away to school. I yeah. I think it's different if you do when you live in a dorm and you. I think it's different. But I just think like I don't know. I'm just a little shocked to find out that that was happening in a college. I mean, I'm sure it happens, but maybe it wasn't. I'm just saying this is this is what I've I've read, and uh, anyway, I'm sure we'll find out more as time goes on. But it was a weird one. I, I was all ready to talk about a school shooting, like. This is another example of why guns shouldn't be. And it is a good example of why we shouldn't have such widespread access to guns. But there is a lot more here. It seems like there might be a lot more here than than initially meets the eye. Um, it just sucks. You know, I mean, like, it's sick of hearing shit like this. And anyway, that, that was the UVA shooting. I think we'll find out more as the week goes on uh and and uh I'm, I'm curious to follow it i'm gonna follow this story for sure yeah that's crazy um like i said the whole mental health care thing has always been bullshit they just use that as a way to just shut people up yeah well yeah. i mean like honestly this I, not to be weird about it but like maybe if these college students were taught social emotional learning you know maybe they yeah, I know. It, maybe it's, they yeah. they wouldn't have done that. Maybe nobody'd get bullied, and, and maybe no, they'd be alive right now. Yeah, and maybe the bullied kid would have a healthy outlet to. I don't know. Maybe things would have been different if they had a class where there was some social and emotional learning that that might have helped. That well, that's for pushing. Well, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all right. So we're we're gonna and move then again. On. They would be alive, right? And that guy would never feel compelled that to kill them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's weird to say it like that because you're like you're like blaming the victim, but right. And I'm not. I mean, like I they they are I'm not saying you are saying that, but I feel like I am. Like because even even if this even if they were bullies and even if this kid got picked on, you still can't like fucking shoot people over that. Sh- I mean, like I, they're still victims and he's still <laughs> wrong. Even yes, if you get a tire iron and you break their knees, <laughs> I mean, come on, well, dude. like. Have you not? I'll tell you, like over and over again, like being bullied, like, and I, I, I didn't experience being bullied myself, but like that is an awful, unnatural feeling, 
You know what I mean? Like that is that is haunting to some kids. And the only time oh, I ever it could stick with you for life. Yeah. And the only time I ever saw once a kid started getting bullied, the only thing that ever worked is for one day the kid who was getting bullied to turn around and clock the bully. And it, it was generally a pretty effective strategy. I'm not saying it's healthy. I'm not saying I'm recommending it. But man, it seemed pretty effective. It, it just did. Sometimes so, the bully needs to, it's like, because they're all based on aggression. And if you respond yeah. with any kind of physical, they'll all of a sudden possibly respect you. Yeah. Or leave right. the fuck alone. I had, a, I had back in the day, I had a guy who it was weird. Like he started as my friend and then he ended up becoming like a real bully. He yeah. tried to me all the time. And then one day, this was on the school bus in junior high. One day, got up. Took his head, smashed it into the window five times. Yeah. <laughs> <Let the laughs> fuck alone. I didn't break his nothing like it wasn't it was enough to have him leave me the fuck alone. You know, yeah. it's like I don't even want to be your friend. Just get just leave me the fuck alone. That happened to me once. I was in Ms. Hopkins algebra class. This kid was sitting behind me. He he'd kind of flick my ear and just give me shit the whole class period. And it happened for like three or four days. And it wasn't like, tar- I mean, it was, it was very traumatic at the time, but it wasn't like I was mercilessly bullied. I was just like made to feel very shitty for a week or two. And back then we had traditional chalk racers. And when Ms. Hopkins had her back to the class and was on the board, I grabbed an eraser and I clocked this kid upside the head and he had chalk dust all over his face and he looked like a moron and everyone laughed at him and he never did it again to me. He never picked on me again, you know? And, and I mean, it sounds fucked up, but unfortunately, yeah, I mean, it sucks. I mean, I don't know, you know, you got three, (laughs) I'm not going to get into the details of that, but like, yeah, I remember even this one guy, like, uh, it was weird. Like, I don't know. He just fucking hated me. We were like, all had similar friends or whatever, but, and he wanted to fight me, and we fought, and he won. But I guess he you don't have to win. You that. just gotta. It's I like mean, this... I still clocked him, and you yeah. know, he got me good. But uh, and I didn't give down, even when I technically lost. I still got up and threw him on the ground and yeah. punched him. But like he, after that, we were fine. Not to say that that's I don't recommend that, and that's not going to be the same for everybody. But you know, we live in an out of control gun yeah. world well that didn't happen. there yeah. was no combine when that happened i didn't combine happened after i graduated college i mean yeah. like where i was graduating college i can't well, imagine you have to teach if you okay like if you're not gonna fucking teach people like if if you're not gonna put fucking gun restrictions and everything like that then you gotta fucking teach people how fucking deadly these weapons are well that's well like how to respect each other and yeah because that's the other half state now what that's the other half is you got to teach people how to respect each other and that's where the mental health and i'd be like hey in. you know what we live in a state where any asshole can go get a fucking gun piss yeah. off the wrong person they you may not know it fucking one day they come up to you and they fucking shoot you because right. we live in gun world or one day you're minding your own business and you're at a chili cook-off and it turns out you're eating your parents because the kids <laughs> oh, it so dude, that is the best episode. That's a great one. Yeah, uh, the South Park. What is it? The, the uh, he, I forget the kid's name, but he he killed his parents. Uh, Tenorman. Yeah, something like <laughs> South Park. Chili. I mean, dude, that, 
they they told him Radiohead was going to be at the Chili Cook. Yeah, they, they they show up and you're like, oh, you're a little. I'm not even going to say what he says. These kids crying as parents. Scott Terman must die. That's yeah, such a good episode. That, that is, is a great like, episode. Yeah, that was possibly the funniest fucking thing. He has his parents go to the ranch. He knows that that guy just shoots people. And I love when after he. You find out he shot him. He's like, "Why? Well, I was just defending my property. Right, yeah. I have every right to do so. <laughs> like, you can't argue with that. That's the laws." <laughs> and then he oh, cooked his so salty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, the funny thing was Scott Tamman was such a douchebag. He was, yeah. He was a douchebag, <laughs> and he never picked on Cartman again. So he's like, <laughs> I don't think he picked on anyone ever again. I think they had him come back in another episode. <laughs> oh Lord! Well, I guess this is a, an appropriate place to to shift to our our final topic, which is a couple different subtopics. What I believe is, uh, don't shoot people. Yeah, come on. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It it is it is weird. <laughs> and I don't know. That's just jocks and and other mean or. You know, it's funny. I never had issues with jocks growing up. It was always like the jocks in my school growing up were all stoners. Yeah. I was pretty yeah. chill with them. I, it, that was kind of a stereotype. I mean, like the that's the why act- it just sounded like what is this? Like three, eight, like an eighties movie? Like three jocks picking on like the the nerd from Greece? You know? Well, you know, it's funny that the, the kid I from Greece? the kid I mentioned um, who picked on me in Ms. Hopkins algebra class and whom I hit with an eraser. He was a, a jock and he actually was a, a pretty good athlete. And he went to Ohio state and played football oh. and he did really well for himself. But he, he was like, had a permanent eraser mark. On him. He, <laughs> he, he was like almost, he didn't go into the NFL, but he, he held some records at Ohio state, which is a big football school and everything. Oh, wow. And then he moved back to uh, where I lived and became a teacher. And then he banged a student and got fired. Sorry. <laughs> oh, we're friends now. Now <laughs> it, it was big news. He got like a 16-year-old student pregnant or something. I like the uh this path. It's like <laughs> it was a dick, but he left me. Did he leave you alone at least? Yeah, he like I said, after I hit him with the eraser, he was fine. He didn't really bother me anymore. And then um, he went on to become a football hero. Yeah. Then he banged the sixteen-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, this story. Like I didn't, I didn't know it was going there. <laughs> like that movie Election. Yeah, Tracy Flick is who he banged. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tracy Flick, the most evil character in any movie. Yeah, no, he he had sex with a student, and then um, and that was that. It was in the newspapers, and I don't know what. Be- oh, my um, it's funny because my dad sees him sometimes. And my dad mentioned to me, like, I don't know, like six months ago, like, oh, I saw so-and-so from your height. And I, and I told my dad that story. And my dad felt real bad because my dad's always been nice to him, kind of feel bad for him. Uh, and he didn't know that, like, he had given me a rough time for a week or so back in 10th grade. So, <laughs> and I was like, I don't really hold any grudges. I guess I mean, he like... got his in the end. So, <laughs> looks like you win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, anyway, it right. seemed like he died of cancer or something. Oh no, he—I mean, he, I think he's still doing okay. I think—I forget where my dad said he saw him. He was uh, picking it, up bottles. In the no, it wasn't anything like that. I think it was like—I don't know—he was working at a grocery store or something. I don't. Who knows? Um, but uh, yeah, he was. Uh, 
whatever. Anyway, it's All funny right, because well, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of. All right, here we go. FTX, Bezos, and Twitter. Yeah. Right. Uh, let's just start with Bezos. I guess he announced that he was going to donate like a huge portion of his wealth. Yeah. Made a big hoopla, went on TV because he could do that. He's a billionaire. He's one of the most richest men in the world. Yeah. And uh, he didn't announce where the money was going. He didn't say when he was going to do it. Nope. Something to do with Dolly Parton. It was a weird series. Yeah, yeah. And it, in the end of the day, really what it was a distraction for was that supposedly Amazon laid off like 10,000 people or something. Right, right. And I'm like, man, you know who could have used that money? It's 10,000 people that yeah. Like, why do you need to lay off 10,000 people? Well, everyone keeps talking about this big tech downturn. And... um I don't know. I, I honestly don't know, know the mechanics behind it. I know people are buying fewer things. You know, there's probably been a surplus of, of stuff. You know what up. happened? You know why people buy fewer things? Hmm. They get, laid, get off. laid off. Yeah. You don't have any right? money. They're trying to get by. Well, it just seems like a really weird transitional time. And and I don't know the, the specifics of software engineering or computing, but I'll bet you there's a lot of changes in that, too. You know, to be frank, uh, maybe they just don't need all these people now. And that's that's real scary. You know, maybe they've refined the processes so that they don't need all these people. Yeah. I, well, I mean, that's the thing about Amazon, first of all, is that at the end of the day, the whole existence of Amazon is to make it as efficient as possible and to have as few people as possible. Yeah. And that's the end game is how do we keep this machine going and eventually replace half these people with robots. Yep. And, well, and, and now they do a lot of drop shipping so that people do it from their homes, you know? Yeah. They're not even Amazon employees. They're like contractors and shit. Hold on a second. Yeah. Um, I don't I mean, know. I hate so, that guy. I think he sucks. I mean, yeah. I like it's funny if you had to like I don't even consider Elon Musk a billionaire. That's a funny thing. Like Bezos to me is a true billionaire. Yeah. Bezos is an asshole. Like he's just a fucking like what was that? I think Seth Cedar nailed. He said, uh, you know who uh he he you know who he should give the money to? Mm. The IRS. They'll figure out something to do with that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I mean, it's like, where, where's he going to put the money in? Some fucking bullshit foundation that he makes under his name, and it's just a big write-off, and half that money never makes it to anyone anyway, except for, like, his friend that he puts in charge of it, you know? Yeah, so, I think like, the only person that's done this real well is, like, Bill Gates really has set out to give away almost all his money, and he works really hard at giving away his money. Well, I wouldn't credit him too much. Doesn't he own like so much land that it's almost the size of Rhode Island? Um, I don't, th yeah, that could be. And look, yeah, I'm not saying he, the guy's out there wearing like a sackcloth and, and, you know, eating simple meals in a one right, bedroom exactly. cabin. Budget gourmet, lean cuisine. He's, yeah. I mean, this guy fucked up education in New York years ago. Yeah. Like, yeah. A teacher when he did that. I mean, I don't know. I will say he's done a good job of making people forget that he was the Monopoly guy back in like the 90s. Yeah. All those like lawsuits <laughs> against him because 
Yeah. was a monopoly. But he's like, I think, I think it's him. He's like basically helped eradicate malaria. You know, I mean, he's he's done like, look, I don't have any problem with Bill Gates, I guess, and and how he's going about it. You're right. Bezos seems kind of slimy. Um, there there should be no billionaires. Billionaires should not exist. Yeah, that's that's a failure that's of capitalism. A that's a failure it, of whatever economics. I remember when you're I was running. a kid, the idea of a millionaire sounded crazy. Yeah, you know, millionaires like. I don't know. You feel like maybe I could be a millionaire one day. That seems right. more achievable. A billionaire sounds absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It, it is I don't weird. believe that Bezos going to donate anything. I think he was just going out there to hide the fact that he laid off a bunch I of mean, people. I mean, like I said, you're donating all this money. I don't know. Why don't you keep those people employed? Or don't lay off 10,000 people. You know, yeah. Lay off only 1,000. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know we talked about, about this you, beforehand, uh, but you're doing so well why don't you give them a raise yeah or bonuses if you don't want to commit to anything long term you know say say look this is our new policy we're going to look at the profits at the end of the year and then we're going to run it through this formula and everyone's going to get a fraction of of what we made you know i mean like there's ways you can do it without (laughs) well i mean like look maybe that's true maybe it's like look in an economic downturn we we didn't make any money this year we barely scraped by if you have a bad year in the company, they don't give people bonuses. Or yeah. they, don't, they don't give bonuses to everyone. They might right. give it to their best employees that they want to make sure don't leave. So but, that maybe you do that. But like, I just don't, yeah, I agree. Like, I agree with you a lot. Like, you're going to give it to Dolly Parton. I mean, yeah, I, I trust Dolly, Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton a like, money laundering scam? Yeah. Like, she's a fucking country singer. Yeah. What the fuck she going to do with the money? Yeah, like, I'm so sick of that shit. And like, why listen, would you I give like it to her. her? Why not? What I, are you saying that you, Jeff Bezos, don't know how to give money away? That it's like this guy siphoned through Dolly Parton. You're the Maynard G. Krebs of like, <laughs> like you're allergic to work. You're like, like how about this? charity? How about get taxed? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. All right, I so doesn't. Doesn't Amazon require? Uh, I would imagine Amazon would like to have clean roads for their drivers to drive on. Sure. So that packages get there on time. The their I cars. Don't think they give a fuck. Amazon. <laughs> I know they don't give a fuck. Most of those Amazon drivers are not even like technically Amazon employees. Yeah, I I remember when when we ordered the backpack for my daughter at the beginning of the school year. She wanted this certain backpack from like Sweden called a Fajal Robin Cronker or something. <laughs> so no lie. It, it's it's that is the Bergen word for robin clock showed up in your house sounded like a, a MacGuffin from the fantastic mr fox and so she wanted this backpack and it took us fucking forever and we finally got one in the right color and the right size and we got it ordered and it was going to come before school and amazon sent said oh we delivered it and they sent me a photograph and the fucking backpack was at someone else's doorstop. Like, it, it wasn't our door. I'm like, that's not our door. And we try calling it. And they're like, oh, well, we didn't deliver that ourselves. That was DHL and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Oh, yeah. Know? They had it figured out in a way that they're never liable for shit. Right. And f- just by luck, the driver realized her error and brought it back to us. But, like, what a disaster. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Well, Bezos sucks. Yeah. So, I mean, like, 
setting off a stupid, uninspiring... Like, this is a guy who helped make the idea of space exploration boring. Yeah. <laughs> I love that one, too. It was like... For all me kind. Flight, For... Not the one with William Shatner. I'll talk about that one in a second. The Shatner one's great, but... He, the first one he did was with like some old lady that never went to space. She was like some astronaut or yeah. whatever, never got to go. That was kind of nice. And then it's like, okay, who? Oh, and then his brother, who looks like the porno yeah. version of him, which was really right. weird. Um, then he, it's like, okay, what are you going to do, Jeff Bezos? You have this opportunity. You're this guy who's going to revolutionize space travel and make it that people go see the see the stars in a way yeah, yeah. figure out how to do this what do you do uh are you gonna go like do a contest and get like an aspiring scientist a young uh a student uh maybe mm-hmm. like in a poor area you know someone from uh, the american uh you know somewhere somewhere around the world whatever that uh you know worked on projects like yeah, yeah. uh benefit mankind no, I'm going to bring one of my dumb rich friends' kids along. Yeah, it's just... And it was oh, just like, how out of fucking touch can you be? They are super like, out of touch, yeah. working for you that could be like, hey, you know, it would be a great opportunity, and it would make you look so good. It's to yeah. like, be like, yes, I'm going to pick this person and uh, this kid who comes from, like, you know, not so well, but... He is up and coming, and I'm going to give that kid a scholarship too. I can't believe that. No, he has I'm going to bring one of my like investors' fucking kid. Like, yeah, Chaswick McMoneyworth. Um, yeah, it was just like, what the fuck, man? It was so uninspiring. I would on Prime Day or Black Friday or whatever say, look, we're shipping out a bunch of packages. Five of them are going to have golden tickets. And then, <laughs> yeah, I think that, that would be amazing. Something, something yeah. aspirational, right? Instead yeah. of like eh, some fucking fools, some rich asshole son who like, like yeah. what? It was so uninspiring. So he brings William Shatner to space. And William Shatner wrote a thing about it actually, and it was really it was really good, yeah. You know that he talks about basically how he hated it actually, and he realized yeah, yeah. that like we're from Earth. Right. Make sure like everything we have that we need is here. We yeah, it was really well because we are here. A very thoughtful piece, you know, it really was. And it made it, it was great. I loved it. It was like, wow, he, he, he seems to be like this. It's funny. People try to make him out to be like an asshole, but like, the guy became like a huge sci fi writer over the years. Yeah. And, um, which I find interesting, you know? Yeah. He has like a whole bunch of books. I'm like, is he really writing it himself? I always like wonder. I don't know. He was the inspiration. The only way to know is if you read the books and it sounds like the way he did in the 60s. Yeah, like, right? Fuck. Like periods oh, everywhere and shit. Like, what? Periods everywhere, like yeah, in the middle of sentences. Lots of weird pauses and lots of dot, dot, dot. So. <gasps> yeah. And, and then, like, every third page, someone's banging a green chick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the guy who is definitely not me, William Shatner. Right. Banging. Three green ladies. Our, our hero, 
Shillian Flatner. Shillian Flatner, who has no relation to me. Yeah. Shatner. Right. Who is really good at everything. Yeah. He's quite the man's man and quite the coxman, too. We call him a, a William Sue. William, William um, Sue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, on to the next. Yeah, I, he wrote what he wrote was interesting because I did not expect that. Right, it was, it was very like, almost like a fuck you to Bezos for having him come along in a way. Yeah, you know? no, I liked it. That was good. Um, um, you want to talk about the FTX guy? Yeah, I don't really know much about this. So FTX, from what I know, is a, a crypto thing, right? Yes, it was a and crypto exchange. One of the big ones, and the, their whole thing was basically like. We're the honest brokers. Your money, it's yes. like putting it in like the safest place. You're gonna generate money. You're gonna like this is the future of finance. This is like putting in a a, a safe bank, basically, right? Yeah. And they're basically like there was that famous Larry David commercial from like Super yep. Bowl 2021 and like a bunch of is that the Matt Damon ads too? Yeah, and I think um, Tom Brady. I mean, there was a lot of athletes. This was this was the big marketed one. And I guess what the joke is that there's no money. Well, yeah. I mean, I think this was a weird one, and I I don't know if I 100 understand it, but I think it was basically like kind of like the NFT scandals or scams we used to talk about like six seven months ago uh, on the show where he where the exchange was propped up by a company and the company was propped up by coins on the exchange and at no point was there real money involved it would be like if i if i if i had a if i saved a sketch as a jpeg and i said now it's an nft and i sold that nft to myself for two million dollars and then i went to a bank and said I need to borrow $2 million. What's my collateral? This NFT. You know what I mean? Like um, all of a sudden it's like, well, wait a minute. Where, how, how is that worth $2 million? And it was kind of that dynamic in that. Yeah, that was always the argument I can never understand about the NFT. Cause it's like, it's so stupid. Cause at the end of the day, like art is art and there's like a functionality to it. Yeah. You know, well, you could see you could see someone doing that in real life like let's say let's say you you saved up and had like a million bucks in your bank account or whatever regular bucks and then you draw a picture of buddy you know and the cat of buddy the cat and you have and you (laughs) you want to auction the painting of buddy off at a at an auction house and so you give me a million dollars and you tell me hey bid on buddy and and i'll give you the buddy picture for a million dollars so i give you your million dollars back now i have a million dollar portrait of buddy and you've generated a million dollars you've generated a million dollar portrait of buddy and you got your money back and so i can go and in turn sell that picture of buddy to some other sap for 1.2 million and you can go on commission saying i pump out million dollar paintings you know what i mean like so we we together swindled the art world by doing that's kind of what happened with like that beeble 
guy. Yes. Supposedly. That was all bullshit. Exactly. So a lot of those NFTs, a lot of those things, it was something similar to that in that like, well, how did this get to be worth a million dollars? And you start doing the math and you realize someone just said it was worth a million dollars. It's like the uh, lying about like, what's that guy, that kid musician. He's not a kid anymore. He's an adult, but like, um, supposedly he bought like a $300,000 NFT and he found out he yeah. never, it never came out of his money. Just... Right. Yeah. Justin Bieber was it? Yeah. 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 So a lot of that stuff is, is kind of that. And that's kind of what happened here is that, that someone at, at some point was like, wait a minute, is there any, are there dollars behind this or is everything here built off of like space dollars? And the answer was it's all space dollars because there were the guy somewhere there was real money being used by fiat or whatever. Fuck, I hate that term. But he was, but he was putting it into marketing and other projects and stuff like that. He wasn't liquid enough. There was real money there, but there wasn't enough to cover the margins if everyone came. It's like a a bank during the Great Depression. Uh, Not exactly a Ponzi scheme, but it was like. It was certainly a confidence scheme in that, like, if it was like in the Great Depression, if every the bank doesn't have to have every dollar on hand, right? But they have, but they're federally insured. So, like, if everybody went to your local bank and asked for all their money, the bank couldn't cover that, but the federal government would step in and help them. The bank only has to carry like 10% or a certain percentage. Right. They're not going to have all the money on hand anyway. And they don't even have to have all the money available to them. It could be an investment or it could be because the federal government will guarantee it. They'll insure it. But there is no such thing like that in crypto. So so once the market is trying to sell, like if they did have that. Yeah. Or give the impression. So when the crypto market goes weird and everyone starts looking for their money, if there's not enough money around, then things get, then then stuff happens like FTX. It collapses and no one gets their money. I mean, you know, it's like, that's the problem with like crypto in general. It's just, it's like a collectible. Well, I'm beginning to think. People lose interest in that coin yeah. or whatever. It has no value. People don't lose interest in money. Right. They lose interest they, in pogs. Right. They lose interest. It's like comics. Like I've, have some comics that I want to keep forever. And then I have some that I'm like, I want to get rid of. But you're it's a bit cheap. And I know I have a very limited window to sell it because yeah. it because there's a movie or something was announced. I but have it, that minute. Go but ahead. at the end of the day, you still have the comic, even if everything falls right. apart. And you've let's say there's even a if physical you, book. Yeah. A, that's the same you, thing I was saying about real art. There's right. Even if you bought a comic for 25 bucks and then as it turns out the author of that comic was a horrible racist and now the the book is worth zero i don't know there's probably some people who be like yes (laughs) book. but you still have the book itself i mean you may not want it anymore but like yeah it's like a morrissey record or something yeah well yeah i mean it it is you know i mean it's like uh you still have the thing itself it still has intrinsic value right Um, but you may or not if be able you find to find out Buddy is a huge fucking racist. Right. <laughs> um, a speciesist. Which, uh yeah, Buddy's a speciesist. He's a <laughs> but like with this, and and I it and this sounds weird, but like maybe fake internet money isn't as sound of an investment as 
<laughs> no, it isn't. It sounded well, it always sounded too good to be true. But okay, so like, what's the future of this shit? I still see, see, I still see crypto schemes. Like, not as much as I used to. Yeah, you go on Twitter, like two years well, ago. Well, you may you may be seeing less of them flooded. because what you you may be seeing less of them because you don't click on them anymore. You don't. I didn't click. They're on still them out there. They're still out there. Well, I'm they sure were, they are, and I'm sure, but I'm sure they are, and I got like. Uh, you know, some spam today for crypto. But like, what's the future? Do people really, well, like, do people who really know think it's ever going to come back or do they? Yeah, I mean, it, like, it, oh. you got to differentiate between like shit coins like Doge or stuff like that that really That's have so no funny intrinsic value. Like, fucking Elon Musk still pushes that okay. shit. But like Ethereum, that I, when I paid for uh something today on a on a vendor with a square i used ethereum you know we when we signed documents so well you're using it you're not using ethereum like yeah but the token governs the the protocol i'm saying is you're not paying with ethereum you're saying no no but it's worth something functionality yeah that is used that's different i'm talking about like like you say but even like bitcoin with well bitcoin doesn't do anything it's just like it was just the biggest of those coins. It was just the biggest and oldest, yeah. Like Ethereum, it's funny. It's like there, it's, it almost seems like it's two different things. There's like the coin Ethereum, right? Yeah. But then there's like you said, there's an actual functionality behind yeah, it. Yeah, like different. well, because like again, like the because of the way the blockchain works, if you sign a document, like probably when you signed documents to purchase your home, you probably did it electronically. Someone sent you a DocuSign or an Adobe Acrobat signature. You know, you signed it electronically, and that is recorded on the blockchain. And the way the blockchain works kind of verifies your signature. You know, right. it's, it's like when the housing crisis happened, and all of a sudden people are like, "Hey, do you have the original loan paperwork on that?" And the banks didn't, and then they, "Well, I'm not paying my loan," and it got real weird. Um, the blockchain fixed that problem. So now you can't do, pull that shit. Now you can't pull that shit because it's there forever. It's on the blockchain. It's in a uh, decentralized computer system. And okay, um, but that you're talking about, like to me, I feel like you're talking about two different things. I'm talking about like right, but but the, the idea of investing in crypto. But the the blockchain for Ethereum only works if people are if the Ethereum coin is worth something. Ethereum is mm-hmm. going to be worth something. If it's not, then then we've got a big financial services problem. Um, you may not get wealthy on it, but it, it would be like buying stock in the Tennessee Valley Authority or buying stock in. Remember, like people used to buy stock in like railroads and electric companies and shit. Yeah, and it would never skyrocket in value, but you would get like it's like the dividends, the railroad or electric company and monopoly. Yeah, you yeah. Get, you never got rich off of it, but it was always something you got like 200 yes. bucks from somebody. The Ethereum will always be something like that, I think. Right. But I'm talking about like the way crypto was treated last year. No, that's a that's yeah. I don't think so. I think that's dumb. There was like not it, it was nothing to back it really in but the that was it, yeah. And then well, you find that it's most of it was like being pushed by like scam artists like Gary V. Yeah. And all these people. And again, it's just like, wait, you're telling me that I'm gonna have passive income from this thing that has no intrinsic value. 
Yeah. The fact that you're telling me it has value. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's depressing. It is very depressing. Like well, you said, at the end of the day, with a collectible, like if it's a baseball card or figure yep. or a toy or statue or comic book or whatever, or old video game, at the end of the day, you still have it. It may lose well, value, but usually collectibles tend to have a... And they can, they can bounce back, back. too. You know, uh, once all a it takes is, is like a new, you know, ALF movie to come out. And right. all of a sudden, that ALF video game you have is yeah. like... I'm still waiting for Rom to join the MCU, and that'll never be gonna happen, dude. Unless Disney buys Hasbro, buddy. Yeah, okay. hold on to those uh, Rom futures <laughs> investments. My dire rate figure. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's so funny, Rom. It's like, like okay, so Marvel had the comic for years, and mm-hmm. I guess Hasbro had a line they did with like IDW, and they brought Rom back. Yeah, but the funny thing is. They okay, so the way it worked was Marvel created all these things in the ROM universe, but they didn't own ROM. Rom. <laughs> Rom. <laughs> and then, right. So then Hasbro owns ROM, but they couldn't use any of the stories that Marvel created mm. back in the 80s that made people like ROM. So it's kind of like, uh, hey, maybe what you need to do is just work out a deal with Marvel. Yeah, everyone can just get the ROM that everyone that every fifty-year-old man has been wanting. They're what gonna I do love a- about ROM too is that it was based on a toy, the weirdest toy ever made. Have you? Ever yeah, seen the toy came out first. Toy? Yeah. Oh yeah, I you, had one. You had ROM. It was like a weird toy. It was like almost like a like a gun right like it was like a weird well i remember it as being like much bigger than any other toy yeah it was very big i never i don't think i've ever seen it in person which made it difficult like because you used to be able to like if you if you were of the persuasion to do this you could like play with your gi joes and your star wars figures together they're still the same height right or they were roughly the same height and so you could like mix and match them and like you could have cobra commander teaming up with Darth Vader, oh, you man, know. That sounds so sick. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you could do stuff like yes, that. that. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but like with Rom, it was all fucked up because you're like, what the what fuck, the fuck is am I even supposed Rom? to do with this thing? Yeah. It's like, I it, was, it was based on a toy, but it was like Marvel made a comic and it was like popular and it lasted like 75 issues. I had like the that, first dozen or so, yeah. It was based on a toy that like in literally what one figure and it was a dud they didn't even have a whole line it was literally one toy and like i said hasbro owns the rights to it and they're just not giving it to marvel but they can't uh, you know i don't know why the fuck we're talking about this i guess you know when you talk about ftx right really of course it's a natural fit wrong i mean yeah actually when i was watching the news they they said that they started yeah right I think they were probably referring to to Senator Romney, but it could be, it could be. Senator Rom. <laughs> oh, then you see, all of a sudden you see Mitt Romney, and he has that head like and like a big black slant. He busts out the gun and the gun. He's <laughs> been hiding in place. Going on like... about the dire rates or what are they called? <laughs> the dire rates, yeah. He's been oh, hiding in plain that. sight all these years. He's Listen, like, I may be an old space knight, but 
thinking of space knights yeah, elon musk um it was not it was more of a diet wraith yeah i follow these accounts i've started following a few <laughs> accounts on twitter um i'll tell you their names because they're both they're both pretty interesting they don't tweet a lot but they're like inside like tech insiders and one is erica joy um and uh i guess she is a chief technology officer somewhere pronouns she her and then another one is joey uh, zoe schiffer and um she's also a tech editor uh and um they both they both write about twitter a lot and they're they're really interesting like they have a lot of like scoopy stuff and they're always like reposting like the memos that elon musk sends out and interviews with like twitter people and both of them are thinking that there's a decent chance twitter's gonna fall apart in like a a few days i know i just think like they'll always be there it's just he won't i don't know like well like i can't imagine if this like one day it doesn't turn on i can i mean like because i i've I mean, I someone will pick it up immediately. Someone will pick it up immediately. I think if he, yeah, I just imagine it becoming unfunctional. Like all of a sudden, it's like I've this has happened to me before. I've like looked for people and like it is. Um, uh, it has been too bad. There's been the only wonky thing is sometimes I'll post art, and what I like to do is I tag myself just to make sure yeah. if it gets retweeted my account's always part of it. it it's going to be, it, it's yeah. like a double. But sometimes lately I'll try tagging myself and I'll say, this account doesn't allow tagging, which is right. what I'm looking yeah. at my, my security and it nothing says that I don't have anything turned on. And then the next day it works. So there's definitely something like, yeah, I think that, <laughs> that kind of stuff happens. And like, Sometimes I'll try to tag people and I can't, or sometimes I'll try to search people in the search bar and they're not there. And I'm like, I'm spelling it right. That's their name. I see other people. And it's like, clearly something is amiss. This one guy writes something and then Musk fired him. Mm. And then mm-hmm. later on, Musk is like begging the guy to give him information. Yeah. Well, they said that like, the everything happened so fast that and i think i forget if it was that zoe uh person that tweeted this but like that the sale got completed everyone got paid this papers were all signed and twitter they couldn't figure out how to use the twitter account account they didn't have the password for the twitter account at twitter you know like and like random shit like that and i don't know i mean Social media, it's weird, like, because everyone's talking about how, like, Elon Musk does Tesla, and I don't even think Elon Musk... 12 hours a day, you know that? But, like, even if you put the best Tesla people in Twitter, like... Well, then they're not working on Tesla. Well, social media is just different. Like, social media works because when it works well... They just make Twitter explode? So, social media shows me... (laughs) things that i'll be interested in before i know i'm going to be interested in them that's like good social media is like a good social media is i'm scrolling on my for you page or whatever they call it and i see a tweet by someone i've never followed before i've never heard of before and i'm like oh fuck that's really funny or that's really smart or 
wow, that's an insight about a topic I really enjoy. And then I follow them. That's like what good Wait, social you don't media. Want endless tweets from Andy Biggs. Right. That, but that's, but that's what I'm, that's what Twitter has become. And it's getting more so like now if, if they're like, okay, so people who pay $8 are going to get priority. And it seems like only MAGA chuds and crypto bros are paying eight bucks. I'm not going to have, I'm not going to enjoy anything about Twitter anymore. Hey, you're not going to use it. You're like, I don't, none of the people I follow is on there because I'm seeing like Kyle Rittenhouse or something. Yeah. Like, like he, if I, uh, didn't he already cancel Twitter Blue and it's not coming back till the end of the month or something? Yeah, it's coming back at the end of the month. But his plan is to always, his plan has always been to, to do that because A, he overpaid for it. And now he has to figure out a way to get some of that money back. And social media doesn't work that way. I don't, I don't want this sounds like the this sounds like right before the bubble burst on the internet back in 2000. Yeah. I worked for Tromaville, which was like it was weird. I worked for Troma, but I really worked for Tromaville, which was a separate company at different investors. And what they were trying to be was a portal for all these different sites. We had like Fangora, all these magazines and everything. Tromaville was like a place where you can like go there and it was like a hub. Right. And in the bombing or whatever, uh, I don't know. I did a cartoon for them and it ended up, the whole thing was a bomb. Like around 2000, it like pretty much went under uh, when that bubble burst. And the thing is, around that time, if you looked up the internet, there was all these different places, like a lot of like Icebox was one. There was like yeah, I remember that. Yeah, made cartoons, and they had a lot of stuff behind paywalls, and they were like, "Well, people will pay for this stuff," and they realized like, "No, that's not how the internet works." It took a couple of years after the bubble burst to realize how to really make money off the internet was people are just never going to pay for this content. Right, it's just they don't view it that way. Streaming services are different, but streaming services kind of str- uh, already had a foundation with yeah. like tv existing tv channels and cable channels. hbo was like a yeah, similar HBO's been around idea since like the late 70s and like i mean netflix just built was able to build up for years by you know the name was ingrained yeah. in people. but like it netflix just came out of nowhere one day never existed before it came out of nowhere it was like hey don't you want to pay for original content they would never have made any money and it would have bombed. Right. That's kind of like what a lot of these places were. And it wasn't until like around the early, like around mid 2000s, when you start seeing social media companies like YouTube, what, 2006? Yeah, YouTube sounds about like, right. It wasn't the content. It, people realized it was like, wait, we're going to make the user is really the product. Right, right. We build up. You come in and we give you free content. You put content on there. That was YouTube was great because like people are like basically just using the t- YouTube as a tool to like put up videos and they, a lot of people turned it into a way to make money. But the joke was that in the beginning they were putting free content on. and yeah. it became really big very fast because there was no money exchanged. And the thing is, then YouTube would go to advertisers and say, "Look, we have these all these people," and that's when you, you got to understand when you use social media. You're not the consumer. You're the product. You're the product, right? When you go, when you have an Instagram account, you're the product. When you have a Facebook account, you're the product. It's like, wait, I can't believe Mark Zuckerberg sold all my information. Yeah, because you agreed to it, right? You you're... Click, didn't read it, 
and he clicked on it and it's free. So Elon Musk, who's supposed to be this amazing futurist, right. uh, is living in the year 2000 before the bubble burst, internet bubble burst. Yeah. So he's trying to be like, oh, I'll just charge people to use Twitter. And people are like, why would I pay for this? Yeah. And he he wants people. Okay, so the eight dollars a month for the verification thing—that's one thing, right? Mm-hmm. His long run, he wants like me or you to have to pay to use Twitter. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna pay to use Twitter. I don't right. care. Like, I'm not gonna pay I to use Twitter. Twitter. Uh, just out of spite now. I well, mean, yeah, definitely out of spite, especially with him running it. It sucks. Yeah. I'm not but gonna if... pay to see fucking. Amy Biggs and Charlie Kirk in my feet. Fuck that shit. I don't want to see those scumbags. Plus, it's like, stupid. Awful. Like that's the the whole thing is, and it's just. And this is the point. And this yeah. is the point. The whole point is that Twitter gets all these people, and then Twitter can go to their investors and advertise and say, "Look, we have billions right. of users around the world. Advertise yeah. with us," and that's how they become somewhat profitable. Yeah. But the right. problem with Twitter, unlike Instagram, Facebook, or that. Excuse me. Twitter's like a different animal because it's like it could be used for political purposes in a good way or a bad way. Yeah, it could be used to promote something. It could be used to spread information. It's it's just a different animal from your normal um, social media. Like, and he just doesn't get it. You yeah. Know? Like, well, yeah, and he's all his plans make it a less good site. They just, they just get worse and worse. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, my his original goal with the 8,000 month thing was um, you get half the ads. And it's like, wait, what? Right. He's just, yeah. The advertisers are like, wait, what the fuck? I mean, like, what do you think? And the joke is the end of the day, like someone posted a thing about Twitter being a disaster. It's like, it was fine before this asshole came along. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm sure it had its problems, but like the problems that are existing right now at Twitter are because he took over. Oh yeah, all of them are. And a lot of the Twitter people have been saying like, he is basically wrecking all the things we fixed and built over the last 10 years and gradually trying to fix the things we already fixed. Didn't he fire like all the content moderators basically? Like a significant percentage of them, yeah. Stupid. It's like advertisers are not going to want to advertise with you. No. Like, Oh, here's a someone brought up a good point. Um, I don't know what I was if it was on Jerry Porter. I saw someone's tweet for a point. Oh, uh, like should you leave Twitter? Should you leave Twitter? Yeah. Right? And it depends. I mean, like, what you're using it for. Like, if you're just a person, like, like, yeah, who cares a shit? This right. is a stupid social media site. Go do something else or do something else better with your time. But if you need it for what they they said, like, if the site becomes just all like Kyle Rittenhouse, right? Right, right. Advertisers might still advertise with them because they'll just go after those consumers. Advertisers don't want to use to advertise on Twitter because the people, progressives, non-racist, non-Nazis that are still using Twitter will be turned off. They're not, advertisers don't want to advertise on Twitter if it it's like funny if like we went away progressive people went away and it was just a straight up right-wing site mm-hmm. almost came out straight up nazi hill most advertisers will stay yeah right advertise to those people you know yeah you're not having the backlash there oh. right but 
because we're on there, there's backlash. Mm. Uh, that's the only reason I said that is like a reason to stay on there. If sure. you want to, I mean, like, I'm, if you don't want to use it, fuck, get the fuck off of yeah. there. Like, let them, let them collapse. I mean, it's just funny that here's this guy that everyone props up, kisses this guy's ass. Like I said, the Bezos, the between Bezos and, and Musk is that most people just think Bezos is a piece of shit. Yeah, he's I agree. Rich, he's just another rich asshole. I'm sure there's people who like will say, "Hey, he helped revolutionize how we uh, sell items now." He rev- sure. whatever. I'm sure there's like a respect, but with Musk, there's just like a weird cult. There's no yeah, weird a cult big with cult, other yeah. billionaires. Very no, that's odd. true. And well, they, oh, no. like, they make him out to be like he's the guy who, uh, what's his name, Paul Bunyan, oh, which is the <laughs> one that bought the 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 train robot the guy who oh big john stud i don't know his name john henry was it john henry yeah yeah it has to be like he's john henry or like yeah some figure he works and he's working in his lab he's trying to save the world and it's like it's not doing shit dude yeah all i'll say is too the joke about tesla is that like all the major car manufacturers have caught up when it comes to electric cars they've exceeded the it, yeah they're probably making better vehicles. They're probably better made than Tesla's. I the new Toyota Tesla's makes like, a great car, and the new Prius looks amazing. And it's not right. that expensive. And it's, right. And that's the difference. Tesla never made a mainstream model. Yeah, never did. It always was want to be like just – it's like it's lazier to sell an $80,000, $100,000 car than it is mm-hmm. to try to sell a $25,000 car. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So, the all his ideas for te- Twitter are awful. Um, the fact that watching that one with the guy getting fired and then like, yeah, like can you just tell me how you did that. Like, fuck you, dude. Like, oh, the whole thing fucking burns. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Ah, uh, well, I think we're going to see more in a week or two. I mean, it's a critical time. I don't for think Twitter. it's ever going to go away. I, I don't. I mean, maybe there'll be like a weird day or two where it's not working very well. Sure. But I think it's too, I hate that term, too big to fail. Mm. But it is. It's like letting like Warner Brothers go out of business or something. Yeah. Like it's a, it's literally in the top four apps, right? What do you got? You got Facebook, Instagram, like they're the same thing, basically. Mm-hmm. TikTok. Yep. And then Twitter. I mean, Probably, I don't know, yeah. What, LinkedIn. Mm. <laughs> I don't think so. I think I think it's this is like a big one. Um, I mean, it's really those three, right? It's Facebook, TikTok, and Twitter. Yeah. I mean, I would say I know um, Tumblr is not that not a thing really. I mean, people use it still, but yeah, I'm just looking at uh, let's see. Um, have you been using Mastodon at all? Um, you know, it was funny. I was thinking about that today. I still use it, but like. No, I I've, I've returned to work. It doesn't even fucking load. Well, and you can't. It's it's real I hard to put gifts on it. And, yeah, like I have to basically make a whole new account. I can't just switch over. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I like Mastodon. I still think Mastodon has like a good use. Um, I'd like to have a good core group. I'll tell of, you, people are not going to use Mastodon. You know why? No gifts. Can't be mean on there. Yeah, well, that's another thing. Is that like I've I saw people that I really like want to post stuff and like they get content warnings and stuff. And yeah, they, you can't be mean on it. I'm sorry. That's like 90% of Twitter right there. Yeah. So 
I don't know. I I I think it'll be interesting to see where Twitter goes. I'm a little nervous about it. I really like Twitter a whole bunch. I don't honestly after the election now, I don't even give a fuck. Yeah. It goes away. I was more concerned about it before the election just because it is a big information source. By the time we get to the presidential elections, something new will come along. I hope so. Honestly, he honestly I don't give a fuck. If it goes yeah. away, like now the election's over. I don't care. Well, that's a good point. It'll that's a good point because the stress on Twitter will diminish now that the election's over. You won't have a million people on it refreshing their feed 247. You know, yeah, trying to see who's won and who right. So maybe the architecture will hold up better over the next few days. I mean, uh, obviously the Walker thing. Uh, yeah. Walker and there's always something like a sports event or a, a big news event or something. Well, that... I'm just saying, like, from an information thing, now that the election's over, yeah. I don't fucking care if Twitter went away. Yeah. Like, and it really didn't affect the election in the end. No. I thought it was going to fuck with it, help the Republicans win. I did too, but it didn't. No. Yeah. Uh, he's just an he's an overrated idiot. He is. <laughs> like that's the di- like I said, there's a difference between him and Bezos. Is that to me, Bezos is the real scumbag you have to worry about. And Elon Musk is just a fucking idiot. Like yeah. it's funny because, like, they just made it sound like this guy's a genius, and he's, he's really he's just this dude, like a right? himbo, right. just a big dumb himbo. Like. See that fucking Halloween party or whatever? That dumbass armor he's wearing. And yeah. He's, like, he's just, yeah, he's he's like, no different than like your average. He announced, he announced he's getting, what did he say? He's no different what? Than your average edgelord. You know, yeah. he's just so like, uh, He announced too that he's going to have a CEO. I did see that, so, yeah. That's funny. It's like, I wonder who the CEO is going to be. That will be interesting. I, I don't know he who wants to work young. for him. You know, Miles Young. <laughs> well, he's got that Trump problem to the extent that he's revealed himself to be so odious that, like, who's gonna who's gonna work for him? Who's Mike. gonna who's gonna work for him when you could expect to get managed by tweet publicly? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That was like the joke about Trump being president was like he'll fire people through Twitter. Yeah. So like but why now you, you have a to... guy who runs Twitter and he's literally firing people through yeah. Twitter. Why would you want to work for him when like you see him all the time bitching about his employees online and all his weirdo little followers then bombarding you on Twitter with like death threats and shit? Like who wants I just that? think it's hysterical that this guy one got suckered into buying this app and destroyed it, and it's also that like people like Tim Pool would praise him and it's Good like Lord. that's pathetic. It's like, dude, there's like there's like people with like real businesses, real like billionaire shit. They're like, dude, this is baby shit, dude. What are you doing? Yeah. Like like titans of industry are gonna look at this and be like just embarrassing. Yeah, it's embarrassing. There's like no other words like dude, we're adults here. It's like I said, I had in a similar situation where I was like I was having like a tip with some idiot, you know, I sell these items and I was having a uh, tip with these idiot from like a, uh, one of the groups on Facebook mm-hmm. or whatever. And I'm like, I'm a fucking adult. Yeah. I'm fuck I'm... Arguing with this like guy who's probably like in his early twenties. Like, yeah, this is like, but that's like what Elon Musk is. Is like on a much, much bigger level. Yep. Like, dude, 
you're a fucking adult. You have all these companies. You have SpaceX and like Tesla. And you're fucking just on Twitter. Hanging out with Cat Turd and Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah, like, what the fuck, dude? Mm. Like, this doesn't look good. Yeah. It's like an episode of like Always Sunny or something. Yeah, like, yeah. Danny DeVito's character just like ends up hanging out with Charlie all the time. Oh, yeah. Waits every season. It's like this is a guy who we were told back in 2005, like late 2000s, like 2007, 8, that this guy's going to change how industry is. He's going to change the car. Yeah. And now this dude, <laughs> past year two, hawking a shit coin, putting out stupid memes, and like destroying one of the biggest apps like yeah. that have existed. And like nothing will ever like MySpace is an interesting one. Where oh, yeah, yeah. Using it. Like they just one day were told, like, I don't know, maybe like a spore got in the air and they're like, we're gonna use Facebook now. Well, I think things were trending toward gone. Facebook at the time, but like Fox News bought it and there's a lot of shit happened, but you're right, like tech changes, tech tech preferences change quickly sometimes and there's very little you can do to prevent it you know so but like i said you know everybody that's what i'm saying like the mastodon thing i'm like whatever if you like it use it but that yeah. is not going to be the thing that replaces no it. i don't think so either the thing that replaces twitter you don't even know about it and no. one day you'll just start using it it'll be something slightly different and then you'll start using it it'll and then function better that's the key if it doesn't function better it's trash yeah Every Instagram clone, they didn't function right. right. Yeah, you got to do the basics correct. So, Twitter functions, or it's supposed to function. It's super easy. You log on a good in, day, yeah. On a good, yeah. But I mean, like, it always functioned before this buffoon got in. And that's <laughs> the key to it. You know, same thing with like Instagram. It's like Instagram was great. Then fucking Facebook had to fuck with it. Yeah. You know, with the algorithm and shit like that. Right. But like, yeah. it still functions to a point. So the next app that comes along can't be like, well, it's a decentralized uh, 14, 156 servers. And you just have to have the due diligence to pick the right one. Yeah. <laughs> no. And, oh, and also, you can't say anything on here that might be considered offensive. Because That's tough. Yeah. There's a, there's a, you don't want hate cancer culture, man. What? You don't want hate speech, and you don't want misinformation, but you also don't want like, I don't know. It, there's like a I middle can't ground. Say a there. bad word like poo. Right. There's a middle ground there. So, like, I mean, we cannot be. We can all not be Nazis, but we also yeah. can like, you know, say some colorful language. Yeah, too. we should be able to work like, blue. So. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like a little blue. I'm not expecting like NC17, right. but a little rated R here and there. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It could have well timed f bomb could really <laughs> leave you know alleviate a situation. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. we'll see if it's here next week. Next yeah. week we're going to talk about the end of Andor. Oh, that'll be and good. We'll okay. talk about um the uh, Yellow Jackets. Yep, and we'll and we'll maybe, know for sure if Bobert's in or out. Maybe uh, you'll watch some Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, I might pick yeah, that we'll up. Know, over. Yeah, go ahead. We'll know about the. Uh, Maybe we'll know about more of the races that are closed in the election, like the Bobert one. Yep. We might know tomorrow or Friday, definitely Friday. Yeah. 
Um, and uh, maybe we'll talk about the ghost of Thanksgiving. There you go. Right? The yeah. <laughs> in for a special Thanksgiving Day episode. Yeah, I like it. All right. All right. And that on Thanksgiving, we'll right. record it the day before, right? Oh, yeah. It'll do like Wednesday. We'll see. I don't know if you have travel plans or yeah, Tuesday might work. All right, cool. Actually, we'll figure it out. We'll talk. All right. (laughs) All right. Well, on that note, I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. And you still going on about that? Thank you for listening to you still going on about that. Um, Please like, comment, share, and if you haven't done already, please follow us on Instagram. YSGO, Facebook YSGO, and Twitter YSGO. Thank you, and have a great day.